So I'm glad that today we have Allison on the show because for a while now, for, through our friend group or through the podcast here, you know, Brent and I bring a lot of soda chat to the works and uh and allison gently has gotten on to me about that in the past uh because drinking three cokes a day is probably bad for you is that true nurse allison diabetes exactly my my father has diabetes yeah yeah i should stay away from this yes i mean it's not a good thing <clears throat> from for me. the beatus yeah yeah when the beatus man comes you got to beat him off with both hands <laughs> <laughs> there you go <laughs> He's like a cousin of the cream pie piper. Way less fun. <laughs> Stay for those outtakes because, man, Alice really nailed that joke. Literally yeah. and figuratively. Uh, <laughs> well, I wanted to, uh, it wasn't really the plan this week uh, to do this, Allison. But since you're on the show, I kind of waited to say anything. But I, I had a special soda today for the show that we usually bring on. And it's this one. It's empty. There's nothing in my hands because oh my I'm one God. week free from sodas. Holy shit. Wow. wow. Good job. Last Sunday, I had my last one. This is, we record these on Sundays. So uh, I I really uh, quit cold turkey. I, I'm surprised I did not get any of the uh, caffeine withdrawal headaches wow, that I usually amazing. get. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had mentioned previously, through, again, through podcasting or through our text group uh, with our friends that I've been trying coffee lately. Part of that was because I needed I felt like I needed something to replace the caffeine from the Coke in my life. But uh, honestly, I haven't really felt the need. I haven't I'm sleeping a little bit better, but I haven't really noticed a difference at all. To be honest, I don't mm. feel really better. Okay. Um, uh, but I do like that I'm not so dependent on it. And the second we end the show, I'm definitely going to get one. So, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm planning on keeping it going. You are wearing Coca-Cola red. That's so true. So I feel like subliminally right, right. You're, you're there, you know? Exactly. Um, was there an intervention where the Coca-Cola bear just showed up at your house and was like, dude, I appreciate you lying on my wallet, but this is fucked up. It's a little it's much. Kind of fucked up. Yeah. I wish I could have met a polar bear, but um, no, this was my of my own accord. I had it last Wow. Last week, um, and and then I decided not to buy any more this week. You know, and the okay. the Coke cans are getting really expensive. So that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. And so I, I that was part of it. And then I was just going through them so fast. I knew it wasn't good for me. It's I generally every few years when I was really heavy into drinking sodas, uh, I would get a kidney stone, which I'm oh, fairly yeah. certain was from the soda, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I I stopped drinking soda and I stopped getting kidney stones. And mm-hmm. then now I've been drinking soda basically straight since uh march 20th 2020 oh damn i have not stopped wow. right so uh i feel like it's been a while and i should get over it so i'm trying and uh i i wanted to do that in honor of you allison so. oh that's just i don't even know uh, so much pressure <laughs> <laughs> okay but i thought that the people who did the coke got to meet the coca-cola <laughs> there is that not like part of the you know I don't know. I'm not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you just gave up. <laughs> you got to understand. We can see each other. We can't see you. I'm waiting for the for 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 the joke to come. I'm like halfway there in my brain and then like my really tired brain is like, I don't know. I ain't got anything. Terrible. You're like Coke <laughs> bears. There's Coke Cocaine bears. bears. I just always want to make Coke jokes, and then I'm like, <laughs> I don't know enough about the hard drugs. That's true. I don't know enough about cocaine to make jokes about it. Yeah, I'm with the you cocaine. there. The cocaine. The cocaine. 
make make a cane. I'm so sorry, sir. <laughs> I've brought your tray of white powder. You go and sniff it right up, yes, sir. Now go right to bed with you. I like it. Like Bruce Wayne is so wired from doing battle with crocodile men that he comes home from work essentially and does a <laughs> rails of cocaine and then goes to bed, uses it as a downer. That's terrible. That makes sense a little bit for him though. He's got a he's got a crazy life. I mean, you know. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I wonder, Stephen, if like more time off the coke, you'll notice changes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like in in past times when I've given it up, overall, I felt generally better about my health yeah. or like I could run faster. Mm. Yeah. I, was, I could be smarter. <laughs> I don't know. I don't be. know how it works, but it did feel different, you know. <laughs> but right now, not so much. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, what is your go-to drink now? Hennessy. Yeah, basically. It's replaced okay. it. Okay, good. <laughs> no, like, uh, I, water. I hate feeling uncaffeinated. I'm going to get fucking blitzed out of my goddamn mind. That's why I'm not sure if I'm feeling better. <laughs> yeah. So we usually keep Sprite at the house, mm-hmm. but I thought I would be like replacing that more. And that was my plan is yeah. like I would still have soda, but it would get me off the, the hard stuff, as Allison said. Yeah. And. I'd be able to, you know, kind of wean away from that even. But then, um, honestly, I've only had two. So that's, yeah, I, I've had, I haven't had a Coke since last week. Uh, I've tried to have two Sprites, though, and I only drank half of one, and uh-huh. I split one with Amanda. So I've really only had one Sprite, and it wasn't even that great. I was, I've just mostly been drinking water. We've had some pink lemonade mm-hmm. here lately, some strawberry lemonade. Oh, I so love that. has been pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and that's been like, it's obviously very sweet as well, but I don't drink nearly a, as much of it. Um, as I would like a Coke mm-hmm. or whatever. Like I, I like, I like Coke and Dr. Pepper and stuff as a like compliment to my meals. I look forward to it as like, mm, I'm having chicken strips tonight. What pairing would I like? You know, <laughs> so pretty much like the same thing every time over and over. <laughs> yeah. So it's a, my meal every night. Yeah. Of course. Chicken strips. My chicken strip Coke night. Oh and a God. It sounds so good. Even though I mentioned it. Mm-hmm. I want it right now. See? But See, um, stay on the wagon. The Thank you. You got to stay on it. It's rearing its ugly head. Yeah. I feel more addicted to it than anything else in my life. Oh, um, yeah. Sugar in general, but then Coke in particular. I feel like a physical need. Yeah. And I'm like, mm, I, get my, I salivate like it really gets yes. me. So I, I want to get away from that. I totally sure. get that. I feel that way about coffee, but I literally only drink a mm. cup a day. But I'm like, oh, man, if I could just bathe in coffee every day, I would. Oh, Um, I keep trying to that find a good coffee. For you. Oh, yeah. No, it could be. I feel like it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Might be a waste of money, but fucking who cares? <laughs> it's just all carrots. <laughs> Coffee you bell. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> no. You have to fill another bathtub of the plastic junk. Oh, rude! <laughs> no. I'm like, I keep trying to find like a straight coffee candle and everything is like really sweet smelling. And I'm like, why don't they make mm. something that smells literally just like coffee brewing? That's what I want. Yeah, it'd be easy, right? I would think. You would think. I mean, you can just get a, a bicycle tire and light that on Ooh. fire and throw that in your okay. house. I mean, it's going to have the same essential smell. You know, as you know for a man who cannot smell, that makes sense <laughs> that you think that. <laughs> no? Tell me I'm wrong. Tell it me I'm wrong. Does not smell like a bike <laughs> or a tire on fire. 
Sure it does. Oh, sure it does. You poor little boo. We need to do some testing on you. Your little your little nose brain connection is broken. I, I can't go back to the lab again. I was in that mouse cage for such a long time. Honestly, I fell off that hamster wheel so many times that I thought I was invincible. So then I saw a jungle gym out in the wild. And I thought, oh, let me try this. And then I, that's where I went wrong. That's where I, I crashed back to earth. You know, um, you know, there's this thing about Mark Wahlberg saying that if he was on one of the uh, 9-11 flights, that things would have gone down a oh lot differently, God. you know, like he would have been the hero mm-hmm. of the day. Steven, if you were transported into the movie Avengers Infinity War, mm-hmm. do you think things would have gone a lot differently when Thanos teleports down to Wakanda and is ripping the gem out of the Vision's head? And then you take one of your kidney stones and slam it in his glove instead? Just to, to stone block him? Do you think that? Elaborate think that's that was fuck. the best, most elaborate setup joke I've ever heard you do, and I'm really proud of you for it. And yes, I think I could Thank have you. saved the day, me and Marky Mark. Right. Yeah. Uh huh. With kidney stones. Wow. Listen, the kidney stones of Stephen's entire family could probably, I don't know. Yeah, you put them together. It's like put a all together. fucking Captain America or Captain Planet. You could you could make an entire glove with kidney stones. <laughs> What a beautiful glove. Wow. Mm. We pass it down to to our our heirs. It's got every... This is your grandma's stones. That's on the index finger. God. I don't know why that's so great. Now, now this stone we found out of some stonewashed jeans from Walmart, <laughs> but we still put it in there. It, it is a foundational right, stone right. to the glove, yeah. so it must stay in there. Some Oklahoma culture right there. Mm. I feel real proud of us, real proud of the state right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you should. Yeah. Real proud of my family, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> we have the most kidney stones of any family I know. Yeah. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> You've got a, a sign in your front yard that says Fisher Pride, Ugh. and it's just a a jar of stones. <laughs> we can rattle around. We bring it around with us to show and tell. So gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> when you're doing like landscaping stuff in front of your house, you're like, "This doesn't look right," and then you're like, oh, "Give me a minute." And you just crack open a twelve pack of Coca Cola, and then I pee on it. <laughs> yeah. Then you pee on it. Just gravel everywhere. Walk, walk over to your neighbor's house. <laughs> oh my God! It's like fucking Gary Oldman in uh, fucking Fifth Element. He's like, "Give me the stones." Oh, I think about I that. Love that. I'm just like doing nothing, and my brain is like, "And that was give me the head. stones." And he says, "What it. a wonderful performance!" <laughs> in a special, special way. <laughs> I love that dude. I thought about I him do. the other day with uh, that giant gun that he. He shows everybody that he uh, yeah. is like... He's testing out. Yeah, he's testing uh-huh. or whatever. And he looks back and he's like, that's my favorite. <laughs> I just like his uh, performance. Do you know that movie, Brent? Have you ever seen The Fifth Element? I I, I saw it once and I was like, I don't oh. think this is for oh. me. But, oh, you know, I, I'd be willing to uh, to watch it again. Yeah, you should. Add this to the friend watch list because... Uh, Ooh, I like that. Listen, that's an important movie. Fifth Element was the first movie I got on DVD to test out our uh, our sound system, our first surround sound system we got at our house. Nice. We were wow. like, that's the movie to do it. And it was Hell great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yes. yeah. It's cool, man. I would, I, would, I would check it out again for sure. Did you get a warning on your screen that said, too many elements, cannot compute, <laughs> Yeah, just shut down? <laughs> What are the first four elements in that movie? Kidney stones. <laughs> Kidney stones, number one. Mm-hmm. Gall stones. Uh, oh, okay. What kind of other body stones are there? Tonsilloliths. Oh. Okay, that's one. What? Dude, do you know about tonsilloliths? Okay, this is fun. So, 
This sounds like made up syllables. <laughs> it does. I don't think these syllables existed before. before Everything today. is made up. Little did you know. So some people, when you get like uh, inflammation back in your tonsils, for various reasons, it can be allergies, it can be you know illnesses over time. It's like your tonsils make these little fucking pearls. It's disgusting what? and amazing. Oh my and god. And they're called tonsil oliths. They're little white, semi-hard, <laughs> calcified fucking things. You can dig them out, or people will just like spit them out eventually whenever they kind of loosen oh, up. Wow. It's gross and amazing. Brett didn't hear that because he he literally took out his headphones <laughs> so that he doesn't have to listen to this. Is it safe? Wow, Brett, <laughs> okay, you cool. missed out. There's so much I blood. Know. Was, so much I blood involved. <laughs> <laughs> I heard pearls on tonsils. I was like, I'm listen, out. I love Nurse Allison Corner or whatever this is. <laughs> When when she just gets to come on and then explain something we've never heard of, it's amazing. Yeah, the human body's crazy. Yeah, I love it. I don't care for it myself. You know? I'm gonna come back. We're gonna do an entire not... Nurse Allison Corner moment. I love it. I love it. Oh god. All right. Well, without further ado, so we can get into the rest of the shenanigans, we're doing it. I'm Stephen. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff, where we were welcoming back our friend and frequent guest, Allison. Hello, Allison. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> we are, uh, and that's her voice, and that's how you will know her voice for the rest of the episode. We're excited to have you back. Um, I actually am glad that you're back for this movie in particular. We are doing Barbarian for our second time, but our first airing mm. episode, because last time, unfortunately, we had an audio glitch on my end. Something happened with my microphone that just uh, caused me to, to double up sometimes, and my mic would drop out a few times. And Brent tried to save that episode by painstakingly editing mm. it, but... Uh, he did salvage the uh, hilarious outtakes, about 15 minutes worth, so we tacked those on the end. So definitely stay for the outtakes of this show, plus those. We've got a mm -hmm. bunch of good stuff there for you, so at least you get a taste of it. But uh, yeah, it's one of those, I think it's our second lost episode ever, Brent. Is that is that right? Well. It is. I think it was like episode five of our show. We had to go back and re-record. <laughs> and it was a, a, a thing where it was like, a, it was some type of list episode. Oh, damn. It went, on our original conversation, it was surprising because we would say stuff and we'd be surprised by right. each other's choices. And then the second time through, which was a mere couple days later, like, oh, wow, what a surprising choice. Wow, cool. I remember how lackluster our re-record was. I, uh, yeah. I was telling you off air that I, I hoped after a few weeks of not uh, of the distance, we would be able to record this, you know, for fun and new time. But also changing it up with a guest, uh, with the great Allison, who had said in our text group mm -hmm. that uh, she loved, you know, or would love to talk about barbarians. So, um, yeah, very glad to, to do that today. Yes, that's true. I'm just offended you didn't invite me the first time. So to be fair, uh, you go. guys were on episode 300. This was intended to be 301. So <laughs> that, yeah, that's fine. It was going to be two. <laughs> yeah. No, literally every time you guys invite me, I'm like, are you sure? I really do a terrible job because I don't know why you keep inviting me back. <laughs> oh, I have so much fun when you're on. Yeah, uh, it's great. Yeah, we love having you on. We're great. Uh, okay, thank this you. was supposed to be the Halloween episode as well, which was end of <gasps> April, beginning of May. Yeah. Brent, you just did a big shrug. Are you okay? We... I was very excited about mm -hmm. that. I was very excited to bring that to the masses. You know, right. I was like, Halloween, how come no, this isn't a thing? And then we were turning it into a thing. And then it just and then it, went by the wow. wayside. It was a true horror story yeah. on our end, you know? Halloween was like, no, no, I do not like yeah. this. You're not allowed. And uh, uh -huh. I still think we can count this as Halloween, though. It's still halfway there. I don't know. Okay, sure. totally doesn't yeah. make sense with science and math. You know, we'll do a math presentation on 69 later. But <laughs> I feel like we should do... Halloween in July because Stephen's gonna know. A, it's Stephen's birthday month. B, it's my mm -hmm. birthday month. And Damn. you always do like you know 
whatever fucking America is like Christmas in July. So we, you know what? We can do Halloween in July celebration of us for us. But it's not, it's not halfway. I that know, was but the, no, the but part of it. Can we do both Brentley, next year? The math. It's, we don't care about the math. <laughs> oh, you're saying, oh, because Brent doesn't know math anyway. Yeah. Brent, like, what does it know what, what dates what? are? really matter dates are a small fruit uh that brown people eat this i'm aware of nice try because you eat them no <laughs> dates are is that good. a brown person i've never heard that before <laughs> yeah interesting uh, i think aladdin eats them in the animated <laughs> movie i don't know okay well fair enough there i mean i'll give you that aladdin does it yeah i'm bringing dates to the next party <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would just be like, who brought these engorged ass <laughs> raisins here? Get these get these the oh, fuck out of here. Engorged raisins. That's gross. Mm -hmm. Guess how many engorged raisins I've seen in the last like <laughs> couple of months. Okay, dude. Oh, too many, I feel I imagine. like, no kidding, the universe is laughing at me since I've talked about the swollen testicles on this podcast so much recently. <laughs> I have seen more swollen testicles. <laughs> last, like two months of my career you manifested them yeah then i have in like my entire nursing career it's been incredible Damn. incredible well they heard your commercial <laughs> they right? did about the ball hammocks <laughs> on episode 300 or no 296 <laughs> the april fool's day yes. episode you did yes Liz. they're coming for you yeah mm -hmm. i'm yep. like you know what apparently i'm gonna be a billionaire pretty soon guys just so you know i really hope that you would make money on those that'd Fuck be great yeah. that'd be a great mm -hmm. life for you <laughs> Would that affect how you see regular hammocks? Like if you made a billion dollars off this shit and you went on a tropical vacation and then you saw a hammock in the distance, I just would like you just like screaming from the beach, like luck up. I can never get away from it. <laughs> There's a giant here with engorged balls. Everybody get out of the way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I guess like every hammock has the potentiality to be a ball hammock, a ball hammock, mm -hmm. right? It's just like balls plus rest yeah. of you. Yeah. Yeah. Might be a little yeah. bit too big, but Hell you know. Yeah, dude. I like that every hammock has the potential to be mm -hmm. a ball hammock. If they try hard enough. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a, a speech that uh, one of the ball manufacturing like CEOs would give to their workers or whatever. Yeah. Like every hammock has the potential <laughs> to be a ball hammock to someone, you know? Okay, you're hired. You're hired in the new business. We're, we're doing it. He's Stephen. I'm Brent. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Uh, well... So before we get into the main topic of Barbarian, which would be a lot of fun, uh, I did have some mini topics. I was hoping you guys did as well. Do you guys have some fun stuff we could bring to the table to tell the masses about before we get into the main topic? Brent, do you have anything cool? Um, okay, so uh, actually, Allison and I can team up on a thing. Yay! Uh, she and I, when it first came out, I think it was opening weekend, she and I went to go see the Super Mario Brothers oh, movie from this year. Excellent. Yes. I was just talking to friends at work about this. Everybody was was liking it up there. I'm so curious to hear yeah. what you guys think about I it. I fucking loved it. No, the uh, stop motion animation studio Leica was not involved in oh. this, Stephen. You might need to mm. go back and clarificate with I them. I hadn't seen it yet. I didn't know. Just walk in there and start punching eyeballs. Be like, nope. At work? Yeah. Okay. I'm pretty sure that'll mm -hmm. go over well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then if you punch those eyeballs hard enough and they fall out of their uh, respective faces... Allison could make money off an eyeball. Oh, I love it. I'm just uh, with good ideas. Yes. <laughs> I just imagine someone's eyeball hanging out in a hammock, and it's like, it's fine. You'll be <laughs> yeah. fine. You just gotta support it outside of the body for a little while. 
you have to like pierce one's nose and then put one of like one of those chains that goes to their their ear, the top of their ear Ooh, or whatever. No, 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 not the God. ear. It'd have to be the eyebrow. You get like an eyebrow piercing. Oh, the eyebrow, eyebrow okay. Oh, eyebrow pi- oh, the nose. A little eyeball hammock in between. Yeah. That's a it. good look. <laughs> That's a good look. Uh, anyway, we went to go see the Super Mario Brothers movie yeah. and uh, we had a blast. It was it was a lot of Excellent. fun. Uh, Mario was in it. Spoiler alert. And uh, so was Luigi, Donkey Kong, Peach. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Those animators. I just give them all the Oscars. They were doing some favors for us. Booty bros. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that I know. works. Um, it was it, it turned into more of an ensemble movie than I expected it to be. But uh, I dug it. I liked it. Liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Excellent. What about you, Allison? Did you like it too? I hated it. <laughs> Brent would not stop talking. And Brent, like, no. and, and then he like opened a snack. And then and I was like, this will be over in five minutes. And then he opened another crinkly snack. And then wow. five minutes later, it was like 15 crinkly bags in a row. Lasted like the entire mm-hmm. movie. And I was full of rage at the end. We have never spoken since. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, wow. So this is the first time. Since then, damn. And this is actually an intervention. Okay. Uh-oh, right now we're, inter- we're interventioning Brent. <laughs> a Brent intervention? Not again. A Brent intervention. <laughs> so versus uh the original Super Mario Brothers movie, what yeah. how did how did it fare? Because mm-hmm. obviously that one everybody loves and it's a classic and it's yep. one of the best movies ever made. Obviously. So is this one like pretty good or uh I I really fucking enjoyed it. It's uh made by Illumination, who does the despicable me minion movies so i will yeah. agreed your time will come steven no uh, but uh yeah like overall i i enjoyed it um it it is a little uh more corny than a a pixar or even a, a more modern disney cgi mm-hmm. movie but overall i i had a blast with it. i'm i'm eager for it to hit a streaming service yeah. to be able to watch it again but uh i'm curious but yeah for it. i i really liked it i i hear they're going to make a sequel because yeah. this one mm. has done so well so looking forward to it excellent okay i i fucking loved it i was in the mood for it i was like right on i'm sure you know on on the wrong day i'd be like no this was um i mean it's a kids movie for sure i was 100 ready i was like yep yep mm-hmm. kids movie moment and um i laughed a whole lot and that's mm-hmm. like, I don't know, that's the gold star of adulthood right now. Like everything is so serious. And if you can get me to laugh at a mm-hmm. movie, I'm I'm real damn excited. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. What about the voice cast? I was curious because Brent and I have had conversations about that with, uh, you know, not casting actual voice actors and just casting celebrities, which right. c- can be hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard yeah. good things mostly about Jack Black in it. Yes. He was the best choice for that. I'm I'm totally with you about the voice casting thing. But um he was the best one. I felt like he was the standout. And it's funny. Okay, so I told Brent this. I purposely watched only like a blip of a trailer because I was looking forward to this. Mm. I won't watch trailers. That's if your I'm thing. Really, yeah. It, yeah, it's my thing. If right. I want to see something, I'm like, I want to be completely surprised. So I didn't know who was doing any of the voices. Mm. <laughs> what was going to happen? <laughs> like, I had no expectations. And I did not know Jack Black was in it. He is one of my all-time favorites. Like, I oh, I love yeah. Tenacious D. Uh, I follow him on Instagram. I hate to even say that, but, like, he just literally fills oh, my heart not? with delight when I see him being, like, yeah. super goofy, running around doing silly shit. So I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's fucking Jack Black. And it was such a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> he killed it. 
and he sings this song and Stephen, are you going to see it? Oh, I'll see it eventually, but I know the song about Peach. You do. Okay. I was like, yeah, it's everywhere. The, Gosh. the internet has ruined this oh, yeah. for you already. It's like but, the number one song on iTunes or some shit, or it was. Is it really? Yeah, it's, <laughs> awesome. like, it's everywhere. It's oh, huge. Yeah. Fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah. It is so catchy and stupid, and I laughed so much. It was great. And it was very Jack Black, but also, I don't know, it fit. It fit so well. I, right. I dug it. Mm-hmm. I can see him fitting in, in this song, especially with that. Um, yeah. I the rest of the cast too it's not that they're bad or whatever they sounded fine it's just I wasn't like that excited overall for the movie and then uh, right. it seems like the rest of the world very much was yeah and I, I am excited mm. to see it now that I've heard from you guys and, and some other people that I know but um, yeah I wasn't going to rush out to theaters for this one myself so it does seem like the animators and like the, the people who put the movie together were like we may only get one fucking mm. chance at this yeah. because the last time a Mario movie went <laughs> bad we didn't get to do shit with this property uh, filmically speaking uh, for several decades so it seems like any there, there's so many references to so many Mario things mm. like you've got the cards mm-hmm. you've got all, all kinds mm-hmm. of shit in there like they hit it hard. Uh, one of uh, mine and Allison's favorite characters is this like bummed out like blue star that's in this cage <laughs> oh, that's like living through existential <laughs> dread and it's just like praying for death and it's so fucking funny it's voiced by this little like toddler child I don't know who the fuck it is but it was so fucking funny because it was so dark it's um, great. but yeah man it, I, I had a blast I thought uh, Chris Pratt even though people gave him a lot of shit for voicing Mario it fucking works. I kind yeah. of figured it would. Everyone just got bent out of shape over nothing. Um, now people can, you know, brace for impact on him voicing Garfield and whatever that fucking movie is or whatever. But I think he does a good job. And then same thing for Charlie Day's Luigi. I love Charlie Day. I feel like yeah. he did a better job than Chris Pratt. I mean, Chris Pratt was all right. It was all right. But Charlie Day, man, he's the best. He's no Bob Hoskins. You're right. <laughs> we can all agree. <laughs> Bob wasn't available. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy was a good Princess Peach. Oh, I, I didn't thought. That was and her. Then, nice. Uh, I I was I kept trying to place like who Toad's voice was because I couldn't. That was one of the only voices that I couldn't like immediately figure out. Like. Uh, I knew about the other ones because mm-hmm. they're all like huge stars, but I was like, who is Toad? And then like afterward, when we were watching the credits, it was Keegan-Michael oh, Key. I know, that was a surprise. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. That's fun. Okay, yeah. so that was part of the fun of it for me, not knowing who the cast was, like just trying to guess, like listen to everybody's voices and be like, who mm-hmm. is that? Because I feel like nowadays yeah. we can look everything up instantaneously on the internet. And I'm like, I need to test my brain. Let's see if I can figure out who these people are. That's like one of my favorite things. <laughs> it is funny because yeah, you you're you're right, Allison. You can look up anything on the internet. Like even if you're listening to a podcast <laughs> and the hosts are like going through many topics or whatever, they don't necessarily repeat it, but like the information's in the show notes, like in order. Nobody, nobody and then also on the like notes. no. no. <laughs> I, I feel like a lot of people do. Terrible. I feel like a lot of people do that. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's good, Stephen. You should uh, watch it whenever it comes out. I, I would love to do that as a main topic on this, yeah. this podcast at some point. We had talked about doing it as a uh, one of our our twofers. The you know it's kind of like a sequel or or another version yeah. years later. So doing like the original and mm-hmm. that one, I think would be really fun because I love the original live action movie. Me too. Uh, it's definitely nostalgia uh, for sure. But uh, I still genuinely really like that movie. And mm-hmm. so uh, I, I was honestly like, yeah, this new one looks fine, but it's illumination. I'm not into that stuff usually. And I got my Bob Hoskins and my John Leguizamo. So I, I'm good to go. Dude, I feel that. I feel so. that so hard. But something told me I was like, this is going to be good. And it was. It totally was. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. And um, 
I don't like illumination either, Steven. So yeah, I was like, how is this gonna play out? But it was God damn those fucking minions. It doesn't make any sense. And listen, my kid came up at that time, so like we watched some minions, and my brain melted a little bit. It did. Yeah, I I get that a lot of people like them. I just don't understand it myself. They mm-hmm. uh, like I literally like my family will show me a, like a clip or they'll send me like a meme of one and they'll just be like literally rolling around laughing and I'm just staring around like what the fuck are you guys doing? This is family. so <laughs> dumb. I just do, it does not click with me at the slightest. Mm-hmm. Me neither. Uh, and so I when they show up, which they show up in everything, uh, yeah, I'm just mm-hmm. like I'm, I just check out. So yeah, I think what maybe needs to be done is much like the twilight movies that we're going to eventually get to we sit down we watch all of the minion movies uh, in chronological order we go through them maybe we pair the first twilight movie with the first despicable you know what actually that would be no not despicable me because it's actually good okay and i will say that i like despicable me maybe one Mm, first one's yeah i don't remember the second one well enough to give you an answer to that but dude it would be kind of fucking hilarious if you did a twilight movie and a minion movie a twilight movie and a minion movie (laughs) and you'd be like which one hurt your brain harder how many of them are there are there five there's there's five today yeah three despicable me and then two minions movies no fucking way i can't do that to myself no no (laughs) i would quit the show yeah i'm like we did despicable me and, and twilight double features and i'm like i'm out of this i don't even know why we're here i'm not sure why we're doing this anymore yeah no kidding <laughs> you'd sit down you'd like you'd hit play on your streaming service you'd see the the minion title come up you turn your tv off get up silently walk out of your house go down to the bar <laughs> at the end of your street sit down and order a coca-cola <laughs> i'm like fuck they, it they bring the two liter over and you're like just leave it wait, just leave wait it here. this is when you need okay when you watch some shit like this mm. together you watch some twilight and then you watch the minions that's when your eyeballs pop out of your head and you need a fucking eyeball hammock. <laughs> I don't think that's worth the hammock. It's not. Although I I do want a coveted Allison, nurse Allison ball hammock. Yeah. Uh, or whatever yeah. the brand name might be. A, don't you worry. I, I appreciate I it. <laughs> not for my eyeballs, though. <laughs> well, another one for, for, for my mini topic today, or one of them, uh, one thing that we can all tag on as well is to all the boys I've loved before. Yes! Which, oh, yeah, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh, Brent had mentioned that a while ago as his, his, his trilogy he had watched one month. Yeah, that was wow. April. Yeah, right on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, Amanda and I have are still in the middle of the third one. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because we, we had seen, you know, as they came out, we would like rewatch them uh, as each sequel happens. So I've seen the first one like probably four or five times Mm -hmm. and then the second one like twice and the third one like once. So we the second one we remembered parts of, but it was still it was fun to like remember things and then be like, you know, see new things on there basically. And the third one is like, I have no idea what's going to happen. I really have lost what happens with the characters and all that but uh i'm so glad you liked them brent um they're Mm -hmm. they're such a throwback but modern they're very well done the music the soundtrack is great uh laura jean the whole family is fucking charming as fuck everything's beautiful Uh, like Mm -hmm. the design the housing everything the costumes they're just so heartwarming they're one of my favorite modern rom-coms and uh, i'm so glad you had a you had revisited those or visited those at all so that I would uh, go back to them because uh, they're a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, I was really impressed with them on uh, on my end. I remember watching the first one over at your guys' mm. house uh, years ago. Um, but then, like, I 
I enjoyed it, but I, I didn't think to keep up right. with it with the new movies coming out. So I went back and watched those. And then, like, totally unrelated, uh, and we all talked about it in our, our, uh, our friend chat, uh, Exo Kitty, right. which is a spinoff uh-huh. show of this came out and I was like, did I manifest this? Like I how did this happen? Where does fucking come from? It was wild. Uh, but uh, Allison, what do you think about uh, the To All the Boys yeah, movies? Yeah, fucking Netflix was listening to us again, obviously, mm-hmm. because we're brilliant. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. like, mm, all the ideas from these fuckers. Uh- <laughs> we broke the strike, guys. We made them make more really? stuff. Damn, Man, we, we, get, the lines. we can get some pay for those writers. I yeah. really fucking appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I had watched the first one To All the Boys I Love Before, and I think I had watched like part of the second one and got mm-hmm. distracted by life i they are long ass movies guys do you remember this i mean they're like at least two hours a piece and that's why we're in the middle of the third one yeah it's like they're they're mm-hmm. a little lengthy but they are they are girthy girthy a little yeah. lengthy mm-hmm. and girthy and you know it's mm-hmm. it's like with time yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> i freaking love them i feel like they're just really they remind you of what it's like to be a teenager yeah and to have like intense emotions <laughs> including hope for the future which hilariously i think uh as our little blue lighted friend in super mario movie (laughs) reminds us daily Uh us millennials we are just little dark spirited babies with with not a lot of hope for the Mm -hmm. future (laughs) 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 um so freaking they're just really nice they're sweet uh they're a little bit dramatic which makes me laugh uh I remember being super, in a super. Way though, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, were we all that emotional when we were teenagers? I honestly, actually, this is a great question for you guys. As dudes, were you that emotional when you were teenagers? Do you feel a connection to like the the super feels of those movies? What is that supposed to mean, Allison? <laughs> uh, Why would you ask me that? Listen, socioculturally, oh <laughs> what is acceptable for men is not the same. I wonder what Brett was like as a teenager a lot, and right? I know his friends, and they've they've shown me pictures, which is great, and uh, <laughs> and and I and I've heard stories. Rachel is oh. is flipping through some scrapbooks right now, just like I got this motherfucker. Don't even yeah, worry about it. Every time it's it's our uh, our friend and and also a frequent guest Rachel sends me another photo, and it's amazing. Mm, that's hilarious um, of, of Britton Ross uh, as young as young tykes but yeah i i wonder i can't imagine you were so into you know hardcore stuff i can't imagine you being like into rom-coms i suppose even yeah as a teenager uh yeah i was like kind of visually i was like i am now but like even less money and Mm. then also fatter Mm. and then um i didn't have an assortment of hats to (laughs) cycle through uh let's okay, see what that's else a typical dude answer but but the i think about this because also i have a teenage son okay but my kid mm-hmm. is yeah. hyper intellectual and we deep dive some mm. crazy topics um and we've been talking about emotions lately this it's obviously this is healthy this is what you want your kids to talk about especially yeah i would imagine in this culture would, yeah. um mm-hmm. and and i feel like when i watch my my friends girl children stereotypically whatever girl children if they identify as that go through Mm -hmm. young life they're allowed an emotionality still culturally that the boys aren't even though things Mm -hmm. are getting better and they're changing it's like i don't know you know it's not as acceptable still and i think that you know the young men of gen z are still struggling with it it's better Mm -hmm. but it's not 
completely better yet. But then I also wonder if it's developmental a little bit. I remember guys of our generation not being at the same maturity level when we were teenagers. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I wonder what the experience was like. Yeah, for me... I would say that I was I was never really like a super macho guy, but I definitely feel that pressure is just in general as a, a man or a boy growing up. Like you're not supposed to cry and stuff. And like mm-hmm. I can tell you how many I, I, I've i seen my dad cry like three times in my life. And two of oh them have gosh. been when I was an adult. Kidney stone related. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's not he's he's the only one without him, I think. Um, but uh, OK, <laughs> I, it's like he he has allowed himself to get more emotional and be more emotional available mm-hmm. as as we've gotten older which is really nice yeah and I, I think he's more prone to let me see those sides of him but then as a kid it's like i can't even tell you when it was but i feel like it just never happened like it might have happened once mm-hmm. i feel like I've seen, i saw him cry maybe once but um i really grew up liking rom-coms like i, I never shied away from that or like chick flicks in general as a, as a term like i i love so many quote-unquote chick flicks i mentioned the wedding planner just the other day yeah. on here yeah um mm-hmm. And it's just and that's still a movie like a man and I watched today or whatever. And in this era, like for these movies, these make me think of dating my wife, who Allison is best friends with my wife. That's how we met. And we met like a man and I started dating when we were 16. And that's why I like to all the boys is because it makes me remember Uh their relationship. Laura Jean and her boyfriend's relationship makes me think of ours like a man and I still have love notes from like we passed each other like at 16, 17 years old. And I cherish them. And then. A lot of movies don't treat teen love as real love, and it and it often is not. It it is often that kids are not you know really mature enough for it. But Amanda and I were, mm-hmm. and and I I like that it treats it as like this could really be a thing, and it's yeah. not a bad thing that they met so young. That's not always a good thing for everybody, but I I feel like overall I was I was accepting of some of those things, but also guarded. I didn't you know I wasn't gonna let things you know show as well interesting yeah no i definitely thought of you guys when i watched the the movie because you know i have conversations with my teenager about yeah girls you date right now you're probably not gonna marry (laughs) and like my literal best friends are high school sweethearts (laughs) (laughs) but not common and we don't even like recommend it right right right. complex not non-recommendation which is weird but true but still cute Stephen, I'd love it if you went back through some of those old letters and then like there's one that you've long forgotten, but it's one of maybe the first ones Amanda wrote to you. And it's like, Stephen, I love your luxurious hair. <laughs> <laughs> just love running my fingers through it. It's just so lovely. It's my favorite part of I you. I can't wait to do that for the rest of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then at the bottom of it where she signs her name she stapled five pepsi points to the thing it's just like what the fuck oh man working on that jet <laughs> how things have changed you know <laughs> i did have very uh curly hair when i met her and, and at times i let it grow out but i did shave it most of the time but amanda loved it mm-hmm. when i had it it was like uh it was like justin timberlake a little bit that kind of curly oh wow it was it was way different allison knew me at different stages that uh, that brit never really got to see it's true it's true (laughs) yeah 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 but um yeah it was uh it was fun to rewatch these i i like them i had actually bought the sequel book because it was it was on sale for like two dollars at half price books the other day so i haven't Mm. uh i don't have the rest of them i'm not gonna read that one yet but i'm curious to read them as well oh yeah i think the the stories are just kind of nice and i'm curious 
how that goes because I, I think that it's mainly the actors that I find so charming. Like we mentioned Laura Jean, but yeah. uh, her dad is John Corbett and he is fucking charming yes. as hell in this in these movies as well. He's the best. Mm-hmm. He's and, and hot as hell. The so. hottest of hot dads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so great. <laughs> that was a nice surprise is like he has a storyline in the background of all three movies right and it like it does connect like there's continuity there and you you get to see him like fall in love all over again and and meet his new his new bride it's so cute i I really enjoyed that part of it so hard i was like john corbett's gonna find love (laughs) (laughs) that's good they're fun they're just feel good movies oh yeah totally did you want to do any more mini topics or did you want to get into the main topic? Last little short thing, because we talked about that forever. Um, I started Queen Charlotte and I will tell you, okay, I'm not into Bridgerton at all for like weird complex reasons. Um, I love. Wait, what is this? <laughs> Bridgerton. Oh, Queen Charlotte. It's a Netflix series that's like a spinoff of the Bridgerton oh. universe mm-hmm. or not a spinoff, I guess. A... Now, this is about a tiny spider who used to know a pig, <laughs> but has moved on to become yes, royalty. Yes. I is would that actually correct? watch that. Yeah. Okay, I thought so. I would probably like that better. Mm. Um, <laughs> no, okay. Uh, this is such a hot topic between the the people who love the period pieces. So I don't know. And I fully acknowledge that I have like weird feelings about it. Uh, I was like, okay with Bridgerton, but it was real soap opery. And I, I don't love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that they were trying to do a new thing. I love that they have a bunch of people of color in the whole freaking thing. It's amazing. It's great. Um, like our friend Liz said, they do a lot of music that um, it's modern music, but they, they play it as if it's a classical piece. It's fabulous. It's right. really well done. Um, <laughs> Just people on like fucking violins and lutes playing yeah. down with the sickness and shit. <laughs> if they would, I would. Lo- oh, Waka Kaka. Yes. <laughs> I would particularly love that. <laughs> Brit might watch that show. Yeah. I would. I'd be down with that sickness for sure. Uh, I love it. I really hope that they play with these ideas more, which is really great. I think that's that's the best thing about the series and what they're bringing to the whole media table these days is the the creativity and that we don't have to stick to an old school idea of how things were but it was i don't know it was a little cheesy for me and uh it's such a dumb beef but like they tried to do the the dresses and the fashion in like a modern way Mm -hmm. but it was almost like it didn't it didn't hit right for me i wanted them to do it they're gonna do it like that it needs to be a little bit cooler i don't know uh the material looks cheap this is such a girl beef for me i am it's dumb but it distracts the <laughs> shit out of me especially with hd tvs now you can see everything so you're like if you're not if these don't look right like, yeah these you're motherfuckers are so the... wealthy and that is the cheapest stupid fact <laughs> what are you doing i can't handle it they got it at forever 21 yeah yeah cannot handle it yeah <laughs> but um queen charlotte is a little more entertaining I don't hate the characters as much. I think that the main character is really mm. interesting. Um, is there is there a scene where they go to a luau? Why? Well, I just figured somebody would bring out one of those roast pigs and she would like spin a web that says, that's some pig. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yep, yep, Charlotte's web. It's the only Charlotte I'm aware of. Brent's going somewhere with us. Where is it? Can't make connections. Um, Set up and delivered. Dude, yeah, but mm-hmm. so... All I could say is that Luau would have gone a lot differently if Mark Wahlberg was there. I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, no, okay. So, damn it, guys, I'm tired. This, I can't even tell you what I'm. <laughs> okay, I've been reading a lot of romance books lately, and that is a whole act. Oh yeah, unto itself. But the Queen Charlotte whole story reads like a, a 
pretty standard cheesy romance. And mm-hmm. I kind of, I see what they're trying to do with it, but it kind of falls short in bizarre ways that I, I'm like beefing with. And I'm like, okay, I'm also still strangely happy with it because they're just like freaking Shonda Rhimes is like attempting to deliver something that we, we've really been missing out on in like um, mainstream media shit that women really like honestly or that speaks to us um so Mm -hmm. i dig that i love that and now i'm just hoping that it like opened the doors for more similar creativity yeah speaking of similar creativity you do really like shauna rhymes's documentary about mental or i mean all healthcare i guess right gray's anatomy right about um the medical field Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you really love that because mm-hmm. it's it's just like it's just like a documentary it's like so it's so accurate that uh i'm a huge fan good medical yeah advice. yeah you know i hate that shit so hard oh my god <laughs> did you ever watch it um i did i watched a good chunk of i think like the first season and maybe occasionally would like bop back in and try to watch an episode and i just i just be like filled yeah. with rage it's hilariously bad um not only is everybody like fucking at work which doesn't make any sense. Like nobody in the hospital in real life does that. You don't. You don't have time for shit. Oh, and come all on! All of us are like covered. I don't want to know in that. Literal poo. Mm-hmm. Like nobody. Nobody's fucking at a hospital. It's, uh, sadly, it's not happening. You see a lot of balls, but not the ones you want to see. Listen, gotcha. That's exactly the truth of it. <laughs> so many balls, and it's really not sexy. Yeah. When it first came out, I remember watching Grey's Anatomy and I, I felt like, oh, this is a show that'll be on like for like four or five years. And then I think I watched her for four years and I was like, wow, this just keeps going. And now it's been on for like, I don't know, fucking 18 years. And I'm like, what is happening? I don't. Yeah. But people still know. seem to really like it. I don't. Yeah. I don't know anybody that really. I don't know. Watches it, I guess. I don't know. It's a, it's a mystery to me, but I think I don't like a lot of general mainstream stuff for stupid reasons yeah um because you're a, a rebel yeah rebel rebel bren did you ever watch Grey's anatomy <laughs> yeah I, I watched it uh i, I beyond what i probably should have mm-hmm. watched it i think i watched maybe the first three or four seasons wow like george was my guy right once they got rid of george i was like oh come on yeah what are we doing here that yeah. hurt me too yeah 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 mm-hmm. but uh yeah it was it was okay I, I think that it's like the most realistic show I've ever seen, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I refuse to acknowledge that uh, hospital workers don't fuck <laughs> on the job during shift, mid-shift, mid-surgery, whatever you got to do, you know. Um, that's just how I like to live in my brain. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then everyone looks like movie stars all the time. Yeah. Uh, even when they're banged up. And also, also listen, doctors, mm-hmm. they directly take care of patients. Did you know that? they're like (laughs) that's probably the biggest part that's like pisses you off that is the that is the literal biggest beef every single person i know in the medical field will be watching that anything like that but especially something like grace and you're just like literally i've never seen a doctor do any of this it's always nurses we do all of the things and they just stand there you had a similar beef with the dr doolittle movies Mm. as well because you were like yeah the doctor directly taking care of those animals the most unrealistic thing about these movies i'll tell you that it would be the vet tech yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking animals, of course. That that makes sense. But Vet yeah. Tech Doolittle didn't have the same ring to it, so no, right. I couldn't do that. No. Fucking rude. Yeah, they should give nurses proper credit. I agree with that. But uh, Brett and I are big fans of the documentary series, so you should just get over it. And, it's and great. We should all start watching Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy. We can uh, we can do it as yeah. a triple feature with uh, Twilight and fucking Minions. Let's just do it all. Yeah, I'm gonna invite mm-hmm. you to my Airbnb. 
and we'll okay. see what happens. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So how about main topic time? You guys ready to get into Barbarian? Mm-hmm. Hills, yeah. Excellent. All right. I'm going to go ahead and read some of the castless stuff with this. Wait, should we not do that? I think we did that in our old episode. I think so, yeah. I Yeah, let's start with... Uh, I think Brent and I had talked about this uh, off air as well. Uh, the first time I'd seen anything for this movie, speaking of trailers, Allison, earlier, you're talking about watching yeah. trailers or not for movies. This was marketed as Justin Long's new movie, which I watched two right. trailers before this episode just to kind of refresh my brain a little bit. And one of them was that trailer because it's it's so well done. But that was a, a genius bit of little marketing because Justin Long, that trailer starts off kind of like his character does in the movie where it's just kind of like hunky dory, happy, happy, and you don't really know what's going on. And the fact he's in this at all was kind of different. I had no idea what this movie was going to be about. So uh, how about uh, Allison? Did you watch that trailer? Did you watch any trailers before you saw this movie? I remember I watched like a real, real short trailer um, and turned it off. Of course, like I always do within like, I don't know, 20 seconds. Um, and I I want to say that maybe it was not the Justin Long one. It okay. had something to do with just being in an Airbnb. And I was like, oh, fuck no, but also fuck yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. And I and so I, I saved it. I'm like, yeah, this just looks good. Um, yeah. Awesome. I don't think I saw the Justin Long one. Okay, cool. Yeah, you should look it up. It's uh, it's funny. I think I saw that maybe the other one you mentioned. It it just starts off with the the main girl showing up at the Airbnb, and there's no mm-hmm. there's no key in the door, and then she opens it up, or the the guy opens the door, and there's a guy in there already, and then that kind of sets up that premise, which yes. uh, I guess overall for the premise of Barbarian, that is that's all I really knew going into it. There's an Airbnb. Yeah. A woman shows up in the middle of the night. It the, there's someone already in there. That's a yes. scary premise, right? Like that's terrifying, especially for any women. Fuck yeah, it is. That is a uh, that is already enough, and this movie just takes that that and just keeps going with it. So, uh, what about you, Brad? Did mm-hmm. you remember much going into this? Did you watch trailers going into this? Uh, no, I think I saw that same trailer, the Justin Long one, and I heard about it on a podcast, like a few different podcasts, that this movie was really good. Uh, so there was no spoilers. It's just like one of those movies, kind of like RRR, which the three of us discussed on the podcast mm-hmm. last year. Uh, it's one of those movies where you want to watch it, like go in as fresh as possible, yeah. right? Don't look up right. anything. Don't look up any cast lists or soundtracks. It, none of that shit. Just go in as fresh as can be. And that's what I did. I watched this on HBO Max. Ah, rest in peace, HBO Max. As of uh, right. the airing of this episode, it is now oh, Max. Officially. And uh, that's how we'll all acknowledge it. So we'll weird. just ignore any weirdness going forward. It has a blue and white logo now, much like the Disney Plus Uh-oh. one. Is it weird? A little oh, bit. I didn't see the new oh, logo. It's a little bit weird, guys. Like, oh, yeah. that's weird. I, I do think I on this topic real quick is I think it's weird because HBO was like the flagship and Cinemax is kind of a, the shitty yeah. one with the titty movies. Yes. And then now they're like, no, 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 we're just going Max. And I, I can only think of HBO. Cinemax. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> that's so funny. It's so weird to me. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I fully agree. <laughs> they should have just called it the Fietti verse or something <laughs> like that. It's just Guy Fietti's <laughs> fucking face on that thing. No, I would never watch that. <laughs> What? Why you don't like Guy Fieri? I hate Guy Fieri. What? Why? Oh my gosh, you're one of those he's people. So obnoxious. Oh my god, one of those people. Shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's I amazing. love me some. Mm, I love me some food personalities and some mm-hmm. food shows, and he does not do it for me. There's a certain subset of the internet that hates him, and I don't understand it. I don't. That I don't agree sense. with his hair, but I can't. What do I have no to problem. say about hair? <laughs> you know it's the same people that like they that love the minion movies that hate guy fieri that's that's where allison what, steven is yeah. at he doesn't understand any, any of those people no. i don't understand yeah mm-hmm. i'm not sure if that if those two circles make 
one circle, those two groups. You I know? need a Venn mm-hmm. diagram. I right. need it. But we need another one. There's some overlap there for sure. So yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Guy Fieri's Barbarian is a uh, is a two thousand twenty two movie. Real quick, What's real up? quick, well, real quick. If uh, uh, if Vin Diesel is concerned about his lady getting getting pregnant, does he offer her a Vin diaphragm? <laughs> okay, That's you go ahead. Ridiculous. <laughs> it was a stretch, but so was she. So okay. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so uh, do you guys want to do like general thoughts about this in the non-spoiler part as well? Uh, I'll, I'll go and say that I love this movie. I It was tied for my favorite movie of 2022, Ooh, the yes. other one being Rescue Rangers on Disney+. Plus. Spectacular fucking movie, both of them. Uh, Good this, double feature. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of... A lot of uh, thematic continuity (laughs) between those two um ugly sonic is in both we can all agree and it's great it's great Um, no i just i it's good (laughs) he is the barbarian look at that fucking face you know look at that point um no i i I love this movie it really surprised me i didn't really know what to think going in but it was much funnier than i expected it to be even though it's not a straight-up comedy it's just uh, getting in the mindset of the different characters that you come across uh, being in this enclosed space. And uh, it, it really makes you look at it, the, the whole story from multiple mm-hmm. angles. And uh, Wait, right it on. was funny to you? Yeah, there are parts in it that are very funny to me. Justin Long. I mean, mm-hmm. when he first shows up, he's like, we- Ricky Tiki Tavi. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Is uh, I really don't think he's that funny either. Oh, As my a person. God. <laughs> Yes. Ooh, wait, wait, the, wait, wait, wait. You don't it. like Justin I don't Long? I don't. Wow. No, you are a PC. You were never a Mac. Wow. <laughs> that really shocks me. I, Justin Long is one of my very favorites. I love his podcasts. I love his, all of his movies. Uh, yeah. Interesting. You know, I never knew this just, about you, Allison. Listen, listen, I just have a Stephen Brain moment where it's like watching the Minions and I'm like, I know people think this is funny. I know click. a lot of people think this is funny. It just doesn't click mm. with me. Mm. And that's okay. You know, I'm yeah. a, No, not really. I'm like a, in, yes, in most cases, that would be okay. This is not okay. <laughs> you, re- you really need to take another, another look at your life. An intervention. Am I going to have a Justin Long intervention now? Uh-huh. No. Yeah. And then a fucking mm-hmm. Guy Fieri one. And I'm going to be wearing like a fucking yeah. hat at the end of this with some Guy Fieri <laughs> yeah. hair. And- <laughs> He's going to show up at your house. It's going to be diners, drive-ins, and dives, and he's just going to roast your fucking oh ass. God. I, I find it funny for this one for you, though, Allison, because in particular, that that is what they were banking on with the Justin Long's new movie. Yeah. Uh, they made the entire marketing campaign of this movie based on the likability yeah. of Justin Long mm-hmm. and then the juxtaposition of that, you know? The juxtaposition. <laughs> the, oh, this is the further... Tr- what? Yeah, fuck Justin How Long. How dare you? This is further proof that... Your phone really fucking pays attention to all your shit because they showed me the Airbnb trailer and not the Justin Long trailer. Oh, because they knew you didn't like Justin Long? They fucking knew. <laughs> they yeah. have a file. That's pretty good. And I would have been like, ah, fuck Justin Long. <laughs> I don't like this guy. That's interesting. It might have, you might have been like, yeah. ah, fuck it. I wouldn't even watch that. So, and you, totally, otherwise, you don't totally. even know he's really in it. So, I know. Whenever he showed up, he's driving down the highway. I'm like, oh, oh shit. I didn't you, know that was going to happen. You must turn off the movie, didn't you? You're like, fucking Justin Long. I, I bet both. Guy Fieri's in this too. <laughs> <laughs> he was driving the opposite way down the highway. If I you look in the background, he does pass his car. Off, even though up to that point, <laughs> Turn it off. Allison, again, without without spoilers, what did you think 
of this movie the first time you saw it. I'm totally with you. It was probably one of my favorite movies of that year. Um, right on. I curate what I watch that's horror. Um, mm-hmm. I can't watch a lot of really, truly scary stuff. I love some cheesy stuff. I love a variety of horror things. Um, and without spoilers, this like, this shook me. Oh, yeah. That, I was going to say, I was watching like, scary stuff. This is scary. Yeah, scary and but also delightful and just like uh, one of the things the kid and I talk about when we've been doing our intro to horror is some of the best stuff is, is tense and has suspense. Mm. And this had just the best sort of tense buildup. And I love the yeah. shit out of that. It had uh, just the right amount of tension long throughout that movie <laughs> that's right um, there we go that works something no, I, that was uh, good <laughs> and it was terrible <laughs> i uh, also really like this movie i don't really i i i love that our some of our friends and our fellow podcaster friends uh will make like best of lists you know for the for the year like top 10 or whatever i honestly forget and i think it's partly the last few years or you know watching stuff on streaming versus theater and like i don't even know when stuff comes out anymore like yeah, I don't, I, I don't associate movies with that, but if I looked back on it, I'd be like, yeah, well, this is one of my favorite horror movies for sure of the last few years. Uh, and one of the mm-hmm. best, yeah. I think, well-made movies uh, that I've I've been so entertained by. Uh, when we did rewatch this for the podcast, I was ecstatic to do that. Uh, and then I was planning on rewatching it right before this one. I just didn't have time. But um, I'm excited when the next time I get it because get to yeah. watch it because it always mm-hmm. has a little more, you know something for me to pick up on so for sure for sure it was good even on a rewatch yeah when the audio fails on this episode again (laughs) steven we can uh, we can can pick it up on the third attempt (laughs) all right so let's get into some spoiler talk now okay everything we can say on here so i'm gonna go ahead and read the cast list and we 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 did hold off on that because uh it's not justin long i mean that's that's part of the marketing obviously but there are some other people involved that we don't really know about until you get to watch the movie. So uh, first off, this was mm-hmm. written and directed by Zach Kreger. Um, Zach Kreger is so interesting to me because he he's from the comedy background. He's one of the whitest kids you know. He's part of that comedy troupe and that TV show. Okay. And then he did one other movie, I think, before this that uh, was not well-reviewed at all. It's called Miss March, where he uh, it's from like 2009 and it's it's from that same kind of group. And it just seems like kind of like a sex comedy, like a teen sex comedy, but not even that great. Not even something to write home about. And then he came out of nowhere with this one and just blew everybody out of the water. Um, I feel same. like mm-hmm. rewatch, or watching this movie, it just I don't know. He put everything he possibly could kind of like the Mario Brothers movie you were saying earlier, like doesn't know if he's oh, yeah. another chance. Kind of pull out all the stops. I feel like all the the filmmaking tricks were here. So um mm-hmm. really well written and directed i think yeah, by, by both of them when donkey kong shows up in this i was like oh shit <laughs> yeah there he it's is so unexpected again okay so we can say donkey kong is in this now we're in spoilers got it <laughs> like and it makes a lot of sense because when she first goes downstairs and you see all those barrels there you're like okay this is leading to something yeah. okay well, I see what they you, mentioned it, you know he they don't enter through the tunnel through the tubes like Mario does, but they mm-hmm. do go underground. Uh, they don't get any fun coins right. or anything either, but, you know, there's some adventures. And I, just I a different love access tunnel. Whenever, yeah, right. Whenever she's walking down those stairs, you hear... 
no, 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 <laughs> That's no, the no. only way you get me down those fucking stairs. Yeah. That would actually kind of work. I think uh, for that scene, it would, I would really like to see that. Um, so for, for actors, the main three that are billed on here are um, Georgina Campbell as Tess, Bill Skarsgård as Keith, and then Justin Long as AJ. And when we start off, it is mm-hmm. that story. All you know is that's an Airbnb that Tess shows up to. Keith is already there. Fucking uh, Pennywise himself opens the door. That, uh, that alone you know, fills you with dread. And in my mind, I was like, oh, this guy's obviously going to be bad. And they're really, uh, the mm-hmm. thing I love about this movie is it keeps, it keeps turning the story on its head. You never know where it's going to go. Yeah. I, I will say for, for you, Allison, for with sure. uh, not watching the, all the trailer, when I did rewatch them both, I, I felt like, oh my God, it showed way too much. Like they didn't yeah. need any of that. You really want to keep it so secret. And I don't remember yes. for myself what I had seen before, because I remember like watching this movie and, and when she opens that like secret door in the basement, I was like, what? Like it, that, (laughs) that to me was a surprise and it kept going. I feel so, uh, it just keeps turning and it, and it's fantastic. Um, other people is, uh, uh, Matthew Patrick Davis as the mother, uh, Richard Mm -hmm. Brake as Frank, who is the, uh, the guy we see in the flashback. That seems really cool. We'll talk about that a little bit later. And, uh, there's a few kind of other people spread throughout there, but, um, yeah, for the most part, it's, uh, like we said, it's just this Airbnb scenario. And then, you know, once, once things start going, they fucking don't let up and it is tense as hell. It is Mm -hmm. scary and creepy. Oh my God. It's Uh so creepy. I got, I just thought about that nipple on the bottle. Oh my God, guys. (laughs) With the hair dangling from it. So scary. So yeah. What do you guys have notes for? What do you guys want to talk about? Okay. I will start with, I texted you guys not long after watching this movie, because I swear to God, I think it was like within the same month I was in an Airbnb after watching this movie mm-hmm. and um i think i was in indianapolis for a competition the kid was in and i opened the door i'm going through the whole process i'm thinking about barbarian because of course <laughs> i am because i just watched it not that long ago and i'm like calm down allison you know what you've been to a lot of airbnbs you'd like to travel a lot you like to travel by yourself you're safe you have pepper spray <laughs> No, <laughs> these are all the things. Listen, sure, us ladies, we're going through a whole checklist. You know, I'm scoping the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at everything. I'm like, this is fine. This is good. It, it's cool. I open the fucking door, and there's this stairway. Oh, this dark, <laughs> long fucking stairway. <laughs> you can't see anything up there. They left the lights off. I arrived in the evening, and I'm like. My stomach is in my toes. Oh my god, I love it. That is <laughs> a creepy thing out. to do right after this movie. Oh, it was so fucking creepy. And I like, I sent this picture to one of my other friends. I was like, you know, if I'm dead after this, you know why? Oh right. So yeah, I don't know. I think about it every time I'm in an Airbnb. Um, and that's the the thing. That's the thing I love about this movie. And I kind of dug about the movie. What's the movie that the guy in the bear is in? The rental. The rental. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like modern fears. I kind of love that about some of the new horror. You know, we're we're cashing in on how things are changing, but the fears that come with it. Mm-hmm. And that's fucking delightful. You know, I don't know why, but it just is. And I'm like, yeah, fucking Airbnb is creepy. Yeah. It scares you like that. Brent, did you ever see The Rental? 
Do we ever talk about that? No. Alison Brie and uh-uh. uh, God, there's a uh, I can't remember. Dan Stevens is in it. Oh, from the okay. guest. And no, I think you talked about that on the the podcast uh-huh. on a pop culture catch up way back when. But I haven't totally seen it. different type of of scary Airbnb horror movie. Right. But uh, right. and it'd be weird, almost a weird double feature. They they thematically it, the same. It would but work. Yeah, they're yeah. so different styles. But um, I love it as well. I've seen that movie a bunch of times. Actually, it, it really yeah. crawls under your skin. It's a it's a good one. But this one is way creepier. <laughs> but way, way 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 creepier. <laughs> either way, Airbnb is a different are flavor. But that's. I think I saw the rental actually before I saw this one, and, yeah. and I was like, "Where earlier. are they going to go with it? You really want to know." And that's what what the bar what Barbarian does so well yeah. is you're like, "Is this is this going to be like the dude's creepy? Is it going to be murdery? Is it going to be monstery? Where are we going?" And I fucking love that. I I don't want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it really you don't know where it's going to go. I feel like as you watch that. Uh, you see Bill Skarsgård, to me, he he comes into this movie with a history of being creepy uh, from yeah. Pennywise alone, but also just from other roles I've seen him in. He just he has like a creepy face, something he about him to me. He does have a creepy face. Yeah. And then I feel like when you see him and it starts off that way, I actually kind of associated it like Drew Barrymore in Scream, but the opposite way. You you thought she's so sweet and she's going to stick around for the whole movie and then she doesn't. And then this one, you think he's going to be creepy the whole time and he's not. He's he's really good yeah. guy um, yeah. and they get along and it's like this other thing. And then like then she finds a a rope in the basement and and a door opens up and there's a long oh. fucking hallway. And and it's just oh. like you're just like, where is this movie going? And it, like it just keeps going. And like she gets down to that creepy fucking room. Uh, with the like the mattress and a video camera and it's just like mm-hmm. what is happening and then it keeps going there's another door you know like it's just like mm-hmm. wow what a roller coaster so this is the thing about it freaking you're watching it and at the beginning she's like so measured and thoughtful and she's like she's making some kind of smart choices i'm like i can go with this this is believable she's like being cautious you know mm-hmm. And then my entire notebook, I make notes as I'm watching this, my entire notebook at like a various points, it starts to be fuck no, right. hell no. And then I'm like, fuck no, not this. I'm out. She's like down in the basement pulling on the rope. The minute that thing opens a door, I'm out. I'm literally, I'm so out. I'm not staying in the house, you know? And then she's like, you can kind of believe that she's bored in the basement. She's sitting there maybe for a couple hours and she's like, fine, I'll set up this mirror which was dead ass brilliant like i fucking love that so much that was like oh a, yeah she was great that was a revelation smart. moment to me i was like i love this character i love that she's been so smart and not done anything that the entire time i'm like why are you doing this it actually for 90 percent of it i'm like it makes sense it surprises me you say that uh because the fact that she goes in to an airbnb with a gentleman inside already at night <laughs> i i think is pretty poor decision it, very questionable i know but that was the i mean obviously that's the whole premise and the whole tension that's like would you do it most everybody be like hell no but you know she's oh there's a conference in town and there's no other place Mm -hmm. to stay and it's a it's a little bit loose storytelling but it's kind of believable yeah and that the back and forth that they have is so well done and you can see she's just like really changing her mind every second i don't Mm -hmm. know it's lovely one he is well done a good guy like he I, I love that part where he uh she goes to the bathroom or in her bedroom or whatever and then comes out and he has the wine bottle but he hasn't opened it yet because he's like i didn't want you to think yeah. i poisoned it or something or like mm-hmm. you and then yeah he is like trying to like bring this weird collective of people you know to rehab like places to live and and whatever and like he's 
by all accounts, yeah. he's a good dude. They they start off tension heavy, but then they get to sexual tension heavy. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's too bad they never get to fuck because they could have had a really nice baby down there. <laughs> <laughs> added it to the collection. Yeah, yeah throw it in the cage. It's fine. <laughs> God. Like that that uh, that one scene where um, after they go to bed, he takes the couch, she takes the bed, uh, she shuts the door, mm. I think, yeah. but um, as she's sleeping, she hears the door open, <gasps> and then um, oh. by the time she like gets up, she goes in there, she has to wake him up off the couch, and he's like, whoa, what the fuck are you doing? You're freaking me out. Like, yeah. the, the tables are turned on the creepiness, you know? Yeah. Um, I really like that, that part, you know? I did, too. Um, because, you know, you ladies are really creepy about a lot of things. And I think it's time we brought it to the forefront. Especially when we sneak up on you at night. I mean, honestly, the, it, the, you know, there's a, a creepy woman uh, that's the monster at the center of this movie, is it not? At the end of the day? You know what? You're maybe. No. At no, the end of the day, no, Allison. No. no. Allison, at the end of the day. At the end of Listen, the day. You know what? End of the day. As they say in Ireland. <laughs> This is exactly what we need to talk about is the fucking theme of the movie. You missed it. Men are barbarians. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I know. (laughs) (laughs) Brandy, have you ever Um, found Brandy like just standing over you at night? No, she's very short. She could never stand over oh, me, even if I was on the floor. She could be on the bed. She could be like standing on the fucking mattress, just like staring down at you. That'd be hilarious. No, I took her stairs away. You know those little stairs you have for puppies. She can't get. She can't get away. up on the bed anymore. She's That's got those moon shoes. No, no, she could jump up there. That's yeah, terrible. I, I had to put up the moon shoes. I had to put up the trampoline. It's just you know, I don't. Is she on a dog bed on the floor? Look, it's what fits her. You call it what you want. I wow. Didn't, I didn't wow. call it a dog bed. Right. You know, wow. She likes it down there. Like I said, theme of the movie. <laughs> you just got going back to the PetSmart. <laughs> go, going back to the uh, the title of the movie, Stephen, uh, you you have some information as to why this movie is called Barbarian, do you not? Do I? Do I? You don't? I mean, just, I thought you did. Oh, uh, he the, the last episode, uh, you said <laughs> this that uh, this this movie takes takes place on uh, oh, Barbary Street. On Barbary Street. Does, yeah. yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Barbary. So, yeah. That- there he goes. <laughs> Barbarian and that like it's a person who lives on Barbary. Well, that was worth it. Oh my totally god, worth it. it was going great. We we mm. cannot repeat the past, man. <laughs> you can't. You can't. We we can't relive that episode. I I was like, do I have that? I don't. Mm. I got a lot of notes, man. I don't know. Um, yeah, mm. I feel like that's what I, that's what I like about this movie is you don't really know what you're getting into and then once you do you think like oh this is the barbarian and then the movie keeps going and you're like oh no 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 the men right some men yeah uh, like the one you think is the creepy one though is is not creepy and then uh maybe the one that Allison thought was creepy Justin Long <laughs> is very creepy in this movie <laughs> that motherfucker was creepy yeah. but this is uh mm-hmm. so I want to set up just a briefly uh you know she goes down there sees the room down at with the the video camera and the mattress keith goes down there because he doesn't believe her or whatever just wants to see it for himself finds another door uh the staircase down to the darkness and then she goes after him sees that down there hears him fucking scream goes down you see all this crazy tunnel shit Uh, a giant fucking lady comes out of nowhere and smashes his head to bits and then Justin Long shows up singing Ricky Tiki Tavi in a convertible on the California coast. And it's just <laughs> right. such a juxtaposition. Uh, yeah. I really like it. Ricky Tiki Tavi, Mongoose is gone. Ricky Tiki Tavi, Mongoose is gone. 
It, it really throws yeah. you the movie like horror movies with comedy are, are good for that. You know, it gives you that levity and then you get that scare back or whatever. But this one really throws you off and you're just like, wow, this movie, I have no idea what's happening. Mm-hmm. Now we're doing this thing. And, yeah. and he goes through his, you know, Me Too movement. He's a he's a douchebag, raped a chick. Uh, gets kicked off his own show, has to go back to to sell this property or whatever, and then shows up and finds this stuff. This is the part, though, that Brent was talking about. Like, I wonder for Allison if this was not funny to you, but when when he is trying to sell his place and he has the tape measure, Brent, <laughs> back me up, right? It's so fucking Okay, no, that is funny. <laughs> he, he comes across that room with the, like, stained fuck bed. There's a camera in there. His immediate thought is like, oh, it's an extra room. This adds value to this home. And he gets out the tape measure. He's just, like, taking measurements. Like, it was previously, in as a viewer, it was previously the scariest, creepiest fucking right. thing that's yeah. ever existed on the planet. Yeah. And now he's in there. He's like, oh, I bet I could... Ah, but this adds extra value, yeah. and it's great. And he like gets out the tape measure. He comes across that door to the further stairs by that uh, you know that weird rickety door, and he yeah. st- he like starts taping, measuring down that fucking thing. He's like, okay, nine feet, right. all right. Oh, it God. keeps going. Yeah. It's so fucking he funny to me the, that he's just like so out of it. Cage room that he sees like the dog cages in a little room and he's like uh-huh. oh sweet another room like fuck it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nothing phases him it's amazing so yeah uh-huh. did that work for you Allison I mean that's that was part of it for me you know? um I think I think it was a little bit funny at the beginning but then of course by the time he's down in like the creepy mattress room I'm like this fucking idiot you know I don't know <laughs> well sure yeah 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 yeah, i don't know um which okay so just talking it out i'm like uh, it makes sense it's kind of like the same conversation that that tess had with the guy in the beginning and they're like okay if you if we switched roles if it was that she was in the airbnb and um Mm -hmm. and he came knocking on the door would he even have his alert on do men stay at the same level of alert as women No. no unequivocally no like we were always just on some kind of low level alert and then it ratchets up real quick depending on the situation. And so it's like Justin Long with his absolute stupidity and his privilege and his, you know, white dude life has no concept of fear. Mm-hmm. And so he's down in this room and he's like, yeah, fucking space. And he's from California. He's like, this will be like so much more money. <laughs> fucking, uh, It's great commentary right it's really well thought out commentary but yeah i mean i guess it'd be funnier if i I wasn't like murder lady is gonna come any second now i don't know (laughs) (laughs) but that's part of it though right like at that point in the movie we know he's a fucking scumbag yeah so even if he gets his face smashed into the side of that cave yeah we're like okay that's fine like he, he he's got to get his comeuppance you know for sure. so it's like for sure which is so right. it's so yeah. weird that like by the end of the movie you're just like rooting for that you know but holy mm. shit okay we gotta rewind to the cut she's down tessa's down in the tunnel way and fucking the dude comes crawling out at her mm. with his creepy mm. face Oh my God, I, I almost climbed the walls. And then here comes the lady and she smashes his face against the wall. Right. I have never, I cannot remember the last time that I reacted to a movie like I did to that. Like, Ooh, okay. Like the kid was sitting next to me. And we're usually like, you know, we watch a movie. We don't like talk during it. We're experiencing it. You know, I was like hitting him. I don't even do this anymore. This is like childhood shit. I'm like whacking his arm and like, 
And by the end of it, I have a hold of his arm and I'm like yelling. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> it's so intense. <laughs> it's, it's fucking intense. And she comes out of nowhere. I, yeah. She comes out of nowhere. She's mm. fucking creepy. Yeah. And okay, this is the thing. I told the kid that I love about a movie like this at that moment is you don't know anything. You don't know why she's like this. There's not a realistic reason. You know, we don't have the backstory mm -hmm. yet. Mm -hmm. It's like, is she a fucking monster? What's going to be down here under right. all of these tunnels? Is it really actually something much more insane and fantastical or creepy? Who fucking knows? Where are we going with this? Is it aliens? Is it, you don't know, yeah. you know, I love that moment. I mean, the mind reels you can yeah, fill in it, anything it's fucking creepy and you still don't know what's going on and then it's like right after that it cuts justin long and so you're like you're 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 reeling from what just happened and i feel like you're so amped up and then that happens mm -hmm. and you're just like okay wow i'm gonna reset and the whole movie resets for like yeah. 10 or 15 minutes of nothing really yeah. happening like Justin Long goes through his shit. He gets back there and then, you know, he finds like the door propped open and then like whatever goes down in the basement, all that stuff. And for him going down there too, he goes, you know, he, like I think it's like he has the tape measure and like it gets it gets pulled away from him all of a sudden. And then he uh -huh. runs and he gets trapped with the girl in the trap. And uh, yeah. that's when I was talking with the the aforementioned uh, nipple coming down <laughs> yeah. to give him the baby milk. bottle. And yeah. she's like, she's like, Ooh. suck on that nipple. Justin, you suck yeah. on that nipple, yeah. and it's so yeah. fucking intense. Like, I I love horror movies. I love being scared, but uh, and I love being creeped out. All of it, but man, this one really, really gets under your skin, and it really it does skeep me yeah. out. But it is such an entertaining way. Like, I loved rewatching it again, knowing what's gonna happen. But man, that first time <laughs> is mm -hmm. such a fucking roller coaster. Yeah. It's great. I had a little trouble rewatching mm -hmm. it. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh god, I don't know if I can do it, and I'm by myself. <laughs> I'm like in my house and it's dark and I'm like right. I'm making sure all the doors are locked. <laughs> I had to mentally prep. You gotta unlock uh, or you gotta lock like closet doors you don't know just in case right. like something might be hidden right. in your own house. Um, okay, that's the fucking weird thing about Airbnbs too. Because I mean, how how often have you guys been to some Airbnbs? Once, yeah, a couple of times, yeah, a few. Four Once times. even really? No, I was just mm -hmm. joking. Four, I don't know, four or five times. Okay. I feel like depending on the setup, um, a whole lot of them, they'll like split buildings, you know, they'll, they have a business. Uh, I went to one in, um, in Ohio for another competition the kid was in with one of like the band moms and they split up this really old, beautiful building. Mm. But because of that, there are like lots of weird locked doors mm. in your unit, right? Lots of weird, like little closets that are like tiny holes that are like maybe taped up. And you're like, where does this go? And I'm putting a piece of furniture in front of it. <laughs> I feel like every Airbnb I've been to lately has been some kind of weird configuration that with lots of creepy possibilities. And that's what gets me about this. I feel like that's such a thing. You know, that's true. Yeah. I mean, also fuck a basement. Like I never want to live in a house. Oh yeah, with a fuck basement. a basement, baby. Ugh. Yeah. Basements are yeah. So <laughs> Get down on those steps. <laughs> oh, I hate them. They're so I mean, creepy. Ever since um, Home Alone, I've been scared of basements, you know? They had that... Uh, 100%. Right. Yeah. The, the fucking furnaces talk to you and shit and try to eat you. So, mm -hmm. yeah, fuck that. You can just tell it to shut up, though, and then you're over it. Then you're pretty good. Get a pizza. It worked. Second appearance. Hey, get fucked, you piece wow. of shit. And then it shuts down. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> That's right. That's oh, right. Who knows? That was Home Alone 2. Home Alone 2, yeah. Back in the habit. <laughs> Do you think that the furnace 
in Home Alone was like related to the the potty in Look Who's Talking? I do. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely cousins. There's you a know? cinematic universe yeah. of of talking, <laughs> of scary talking uh, household items. Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, and they're like, I'm pretty much gonna eat you and or your excrement. <laughs> the the toilet and the furnace are talking. Like the toilet's like, I told him to give me your poo poo and your pee pee, and he didn't do it. And the furnace's like, Oh shit, I can't believe that. What the fuck? He's like, I told him the to disrespect. get into my mouth, and then he told me to shut up. So rude. So yeah. Um, so speaking of household objects, um, I don't have a transition to what I wanted to say, which is that I wanted to talk about uh, <laughs> Allison. You had said you don't know at this point in the movie where, like, where she came from. What's what else is down here? Right. And then that's the thing. Uh, Justin Long gets trapped with the girl, and then all of a sudden the movie fucking switches again, and it does this amazing flashback yeah. with this really cool camera shot. It's like a square camera it's like fisheye lens sort of it's it's just really wide angle and yeah. it's following this dude and and you can tell it's kind of the same house but every like the neighborhood is like beautiful and it's like older and you're like mm-hmm. this is so weird and you follow this creepy guy as he goes to the store to get diapers and baby shit and then the i love the way that it's shot he he sees a woman at the store and yeah. he uh, backs his car out and you see like through his window and then he's looking at someone or something and then you see a woman get in her car and back out and then it just trails with him as he follows mm-hmm. her back to her house. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, speaking of another thing that I think that so creepy. women are probably creeped out and, and uh, maybe more aware of than I would be like workers coming in your home for things and he All just the puts time. on yeah. that, those coveralls. And just like, hey, there's a gas leak. She didn't even call anybody. She has no idea that like she doesn't mm-hmm. check on it. He, she's just like, yeah, come on in. No fucking big deal. Man, yeah. that right. that alone creeps me out. That's like another le- level well, to this. It was like, what, 1970 or something? Yeah, like what time? 1980. Yeah. It was in the 80s. It was the 80s? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. The, the creepiest part to me is that he puts on that jumpsuit and the name tag says Carlos. And that's red flags. <laughs> if you see a white Carlos, <laughs> that's always bad. <laughs> just say no. Don't answer the door. <laughs> Man. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's uh, that alone is creepy. And then he, he goes back and you see him uh, talk to a neighbor and the neighbor's like, right, we're moving. And he's like, oh, I'm good here. And you know he's been fucking digging this tunnel, I guess, this whole time. And how Ooh. many how many women has he gotten down there? It just reveals more and more as you go. And you kind of like understand a little bit more, like, oh my God, okay, so now we saw that. That means this this might be the girl. This might be the little baby from that scene. We don't know. Like uh yeah. I, I assume that's that's kind of what it's saying. But um there's obviously a lot more women down there at one point in time. Yeah. And uh with man, the cages yeah. and the fucking dog food bowls. Oh there's so much to it that's so gross. But the the movie is so well done. I, I feel like uh overall there are a few story points that it's just like, yeah, there's a, a place, you know, there's a conference in town, I don't know where else to go, whatever. But it's like, who cares? Like the the movie has so much more in store for you. It's like get right. through that, yeah. and then the rest of it is so well written, and it is so yeah. uh, such commentary on a lot of things right now, and it plays with those ideas so well. And uh, I think that overall, to the uh, I'm trying to look up her name again, the main actress um, Georgina Campbell, I think really sells so much fear, but then strength through it. She's like one of the new awesome final mm-hmm. girls, you know? Yes, fuck yeah, I loved that. She's fantastic. I really love mm-hmm. that. And she's English, right? Like oh, wild. It, she's 
I couldn't even tell when I saw the movie the yeah. first time. I looked her up afterward, you know, because I was like, you know, obviously you got to check her, her wiki feed, you know, <laughs> see if she's got OnlyFans, anything like that. Right. You know, just support the cost. Right, for sure. Um, yeah. But yeah, I was really surprised by that because she has like a great American accent. I, I oh, yeah. didn't detect that at all. You know? I would never even say it. I yeah. didn't either. Yeah. So gross. Like I definitely usually do, right. you know, but yeah, she fooled me. I had no mm-hmm. idea. She pulled it off. Uh, speaking of pulling it off, uh, Justin Long's forced to breastfeed. <laughs> During this, you see my transitions <laughs> yeah. are great this time, but uh, <laughs> look, they were stellar on the last <laughs> yeah, episode. So, really listener, good. just just imagine how good they were there. <laughs> Justin Long uh, really really put himself into a lot of gross situations with this, and uh, that oh, scene. Yeah. I know mm-hmm. it's I know it's actually like a man in a suit, but they really the makeup in this. I think they really nailed on that that lady. Uh, she's fucking creepy. Yeah, she. Oof. But at the end of the day. She, She's like slimy oh, yeah. and, and like damp and wet for some reason, you know, it's just yucky. But like Allison said, she you realize like she is she is scary. She's huge for one. So <laughs> she's imposing on all of them, but she's scary. But at the same what time, they feed that baby. Oh, How is she so baby. huge? They were just like calcium supplements every day. Gosh. I mean, maybe they fed her like the other people oh. that were down there because those cages are empty. You know, yeah, maybe there's a little bit of a cannibalism you know stay stay tuned for those outtakes you know <laughs> okay. okay that's good but uh yeah. yeah she uh at the end of the day though she like like you were trying to say out before allison uh she is not the villain of this story by far she right. is such a sad character yeah who also happens to be terrifying because of what she wants but um i love her arc as as you go through it and you realize more and more of how shitty justin long is because um, yes. he does a lot more shitty things throughout it, she becomes even greater, mm-hmm. and she's just trying to save her baby and feed her baby. Dude. And it's kind of yes, yeah. oh, it's so sad. But Jesus, she's yeah. she fucking gets under my nerve. I I have nightmares about her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like about the about the time that AJ confesses that he's ready to take responsibility for the pain he's caused to uh, to Tess and like the the co star that he sexually assaulted. This is when they're uh, in the like the elevated water tower thing mm-hmm. or whatever the fuck with that, uh, that homeless guy. And about that time she burst through the fucking wall, like right. Kool-Aid man. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's on and popping again. <laughs> but like, then, then he becomes like a, a full on piece of shit again, just by default, yes. like his default mode yeah. is scumbag. Yeah. And so like she busts through there and he's the first one up to the top of that fucking water tower. Oh, yeah. uh, he leaves Tess, who's been shot by him earlier right. in the movie <laughs> in the dust. Uh, and eventually he just like shoves her off the water tower to save himself. Ugh. But uh, the mother jumps off and like fucking swan dives and acts as a cushion for Tess. It's so sweet. And uh, it's yeah. so sweet and oh sad my and God. terrible. And I don't even know. And then the, the way that Justin Long goes out, you know, like oh. he goes down there and mother's still alive. She picks him up, takes her two like fucking coat nail thumbnails, jams them into his eye sockets. And you see the like gummy goo oh, come out. So you know, There's no fucking there, eyeball hammock for that no shit. There's you no know? eyeball hammock that will save that. <laughs> yeah, as a nurse. And she just like. <laughs> as a nurse. A professional opinion. <laughs> and then she just straight up like bifurcates his head, just like rips it Jesus. right in two. You yeah. Know? It's so fucking gross and gnarly. Yeah, Allison, are you? Uh-huh. You said you're not super into horror movies. Is uh, is gore one of your reasons? Do you not like I, a lot of gore? No, I fucking hate the gore. Um, which is funny. He invented the internet, you know. <laughs> That's what he says. <laughs> I hate the gory stuff. I'm like, it's so weird because in my entire job, everything is compartmentalized. Uh, I mm. literally see stuff that 
people could not handle every day. Right. And a weird amount of fluids that I'm like completely <laughs> fine with. But in my literal regular life, I'm like, I'm that's really gross. And I don't want to see any of that. No, no. So it's in a box. In general for you, yeah, for, for horror movies. But what about this one? Is it still like you you wish that wasn't there or you understand why it is, but it's not your thing? Um, This one wasn't too bad. Like, I don't want to watch a whole lot of just a real right. gory movie. Um, And I hate the medical ones, too, actually. It's, it's nasty. It's different um, in your own. Yeah. Doing your job and stuff. I don't and helping know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I, I wouldn't be able to handle that shit you see every day, but I like to see gore in horror movies. Mm-hmm. You know. Do you really? Oh yeah, I love it. More the more the merrier. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. Brit, do you like gore in a horror movie? I mean, Allison, you should show uh, your son the Terrifier movies. <laughs> I, th- I really think he's ready for it at this point. <laughs> you know? oh, I don't even way, know what that is, and that's a no. <laughs> great, great mm-hmm. mother movie to watch. This one with your son. This is a, that was a <laughs> treat. We talked about how much women love their children. What can I say? <laughs> this is we, we this watched is it for Mother's, Mother's Day. Day yeah, movie, yeah. It's, wild. <laughs> it's pretty great. Um, oh man. Yeah, there's there's so much in it that I I feel is creepy and 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 tension heavy and that's what i like about the movie but i like that it has those punctuations mm-hmm. of gore uh terrifier yeah. that bren is talking about it's like this creepy clown and i i just heard about it it's like it just got word of mouth just because it's so fucking gross and i'm yeah. intrigued by that but that's not gonna i don't go uh for gore in a movie like i'm not i'm not seeking that out but i like it when i see it yeah it wasn't too much it was um super gross in this you could feel it it was like super visceral right but it was also illustrative yeah yeah it was well done the effects well i'm just trying to think like as an actor if you were in that scene where they have to drink from that gross ass baby bottle even though you know that like everything is like technically like sanitized as you're making the movie You would still like probably double check with the director and be like, right. But so like you put it near my mouth and they're like, yeah. And then you chomp on it. It's like, but like using CGI though, right? Like we're going to, we're going we're gonna to incorporate some of that shit in there. Yeah, No kidding. You know? No kidding. Even the, the hair on there. Like I would imagine it's from the a hair. wig. Oh my God. And I would know that. And oh, I could see Jesus someone Christ. do that and Gross. it's fake, but I would be like, mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't even imagine actually. Like, I can't. It's like. I freak out if there's a hair on my face, if there's a hair yeah. in my mouth, if there's hair tickling the back of my arm when you can't get it off your shirt. I don't know what it is about a hair, a random ass hair. It's like the grossest, rudest thing. It really is. And Stephen and I both have mustaches. And so <laughs> I, I like if I'm just talking and Ooh. I feel a hair in my mouth. No. That's from my no. own fucking face. No. I have to stop. Like yeah. to me, yeah. the entirety of reality stops while I get this yeah. fucking hair. I, there's terrible. not enough. Like I wish that my hands had an, the amount of fingers as like a an AI created uh, person, uh, where I have like 94 mm-hmm. fingers on one hand to be able to you want those, extract that. You want those hot dog that fingers? Whisker out of my everything, mouth. Everywhere, all at once. Oh yeah. And you're just like hot dog yeah. fingering your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> That just made me hungry. <laughs> How could they not be all the Dude, time there? I have never mm-hmm. thought of that. Like if I were a man or a person who grew facial hair, I would, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't handle the like constant. You ha- you're just like threatening yourself every day. That's right. Am I going to get a hair in my mouth? Mm-hmm. Is this going to be another day? That's terrible. I don't like yep. it. I totally get what Brandon is saying. And I, I, I do that as well, where I freak out if I got my own, like, own mustache hair. But it is, in particular, yeah. it is a long, stringy hair that really gets oh, me. Yeah. Like oh, uh, sure. at yeah. work lately, 
for some reason there was like a I had to like unscrew something and it's like someone from years ago had lost a hair and it was like wrapped around a screw once and I was like that, that alone I had to like I had to unscrew it I had to do it I had to get rid of that hair and I had to go wash my hands it was like that's gnarly I just can't yeah. even deal with it right yeah just gross but uh yeah. I don't even like having a, a loose eyelash on my cheek. Like, well, see, that, that doesn't bothers bother me. me no. to know, that is, that's just a I wish. I just can't made. do it. I've, I've, mean. oh man, I forgot that was an aspect of that whole thing. <laughs> Wait, what? I've been throwing them away. You're supposed I'm, to yeah. take it off and wish and blow it away? Yeah. 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 Oh. I wish I didn't have to pick fucking <laughs> eyelashes out of my mouth anymore. You, you should know? go full bald, man. Quit licking people's eyeballs, <laughs> man. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. I can't stop. It you, won't stop. And how you dare you liquor. direct me to do anything? <laughs> Think shame. Uh, yeah. Okay. So any mm-hmm. other any other <laughs> notes that you wanted? You're like this was like my favorite scene or just a big thing that you wanted to mention. I think we went through most of the the plot and everything, and we're getting up on time. But uh, I, I'm kind of through with mm-hmm. mine mostly. I just really dug it. Really, really creeped out. Really liked it. Yeah. I think for me, I just I like the way the movie ends. It it essentially ends right there where. Uh, Tess pulls out the gun, shoots the mother in the face, and then as it cuts to credits, we see her like walking back toward uh, humanity or mm-hmm. whatever. That's another thing I like about the movie is at a certain point, she flags down cops, takes them back right. to the house, mm-hmm. and they're just like, look, you don't you don't own this place. We're not going to break into this house for mm-hmm. you. Dicks. You know, they're like all the reasoning they that she tried to put up. They were like, no, we're just not going to do that. And then they answer a separate call and, and drive off it's just she she tried to do what she was supposed to do and it just didn't right didn't work in her favor in this you know like when the when the homeless dude originally ran after her mm. and she's like freaking out and barely gets inside and locks the door and then calls the cops yeah i mean it's if you've ever lived in a really big city yeah they're doing like a million other important things and unless yeah. some shit went down they're not going to come to you like it's just not going to happen especially in her area there mm-hmm. yeah yeah for sure I don't know. So many. It's like they packed so many issues into one movie. And that was really interesting. It was it was cool. But it doesn't feel like super long to me. I, I couldn't even tell you it how doesn't. long this movie no. was. I, I feel like it's so it's so uh, it changes so often. And you're just like, oh, this is like almost like a bunch of short movies together that all mm-hmm. all play into mm-hmm. the same thing uh, that mm-hmm. I was just like down for the ride the whole time. Yeah, me too. Me too. I will tell you on the on the first watch, I think I was a little frustrated when they cut back to the the flashback scene. I was like, you've built tension twice with, mm. uh, you know, Tessa's storyline and then Justin Long's storyline. And and I'm like, don't do the flashback right here. I don't know. Uh, like the kiddo and I had discussed this. I don't know exactly where I would put it or how I would change it. I'd have to think about it longer. But um, that's so interesting to me because that that seems like the best possible place I know, to put it for I know. me you know and, like yeah and i love that i love talking about this because honestly like i know steven loves also both of the cuts the justin long cut mm-hmm. and then you know the flashback and i'm like i want it slightly different because i feel like i was so incredibly freaked out and there haven't been that many movies that have freaked me out that hard that then if you're gonna you're gonna cut and you're gonna drop that tension it's like uh it's the worst kind of edging (laughs) (laughs) well you know there's there's that other tension of when justin long he he comes across 
the old man Frank right. in that little cave or whatever. And as he's backing up into that, we see the mother kind of walk down there, like out of the shadows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie does such a great job of things lurking in shadows yes. and playing with the the uh, disappearing into the the ether. Um, that's creepy enough. And then he gets in that room. He he sees Frank and he tries to help him at first. He then discovers via VHS tape. Uh, which, you know, kids who are listening to this, look that shit up, I guess. I don't know. I'm not going to help you. Uh, he watches on this this tape that we don't see, thankfully, yes. uh, all these horrors that Frank has committed. Yeah. And then he turns around. He sees Frank has a gun. We think that Frank is going to shoot Justin, but instead he just kills himself. Yeah. And uh, uh, just the sound effect of the, the gun, you know, going pop is just that's haunting. It sounds almost too real, you know. And you see Justin's face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's creepy. That's like a, a separate bit of tension. Like, the, yeah, this movie does a great job with like adding tension throughout it. It's like sprinkled throughout the yeah. movie. Yeah, in, in a different way. Mm-hmm. I think that in again, it's that idea of uh, leaving at the moment. Uh, Tess's story, where her what is the dude's name? Who was Keith? Yeah, Keith. When Keith gets totally mauled. Um, Mm-hmm. it's the infinite possibilities, what's going to happen. And I'm like, you know, if my brain goes down 20 different storylines, I'm like, okay, what could it be? I I think maybe I just didn't expect it to be something mundane and that's okay because I still fucking love it. And I love the themes that the whole movie is playing with, but uh, Wait, which, which part know. was mundane? No, it makes me think about how, sorry, what? Which part was mundane? Uh, no, in the literal sense that the the origin of the barbarian woman mm. is something that's uh, it's not fantastical. Mm. It's, oh, okay. Oh, because you were saying like aliens and whatever, right? Right. It's right. not an alien. It's not mm. a monster. It's you know nothing like that. It's just a it's a story of abuse, right? So let me get this straight. When it cut to Justin Long, your brain just shut off, and you're like, I don't like this guy. I bet there's aliens down there. Yeah, yeah. We need to get back there. <laughs> Let's get back to the alien storyline. It's a weird shit happening. Yeah. Yes. You should write that movie, though. You know? <laughs> I would love for you to write that review, actually. Just, like, have that published in a paper. I was in for this, but then, like, they don't follow through on the promise of the aliens. I'm really disappointed. I gotta say. No, but God damn it. You know, this is what Steve and I always talk about. I'm like, it's so it's one of the best things about watching any movie and parsing out your reactions and realizing, mm. you know, if I did make something, what completely different, like fucking trail do I want to follow? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. I don't know. I love thinking about how it could have gone. It's such a good cutoff moment, but still love how it went. Love the whole thing. Right on, right on. Um, Look, all I all I can tell you is that whole situation would have went down a lot differently if Mark Wahlberg was there. You know, <laughs> he would have fished that the mother out of there, married her off. You know, to a, a, a good man. He would have given might her have that known. Hollywood glow up. He mm-hmm. could have beat an Asian That's man. Right. Whatever you know, anything yeah, Mark Wahlberg exactly. does. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, so great guy, great guy. All around. Daddy's home, daddy's home too. Check him out. All around. Uh, yeah, I'm glad that everybody enjoyed this movie, though. I I feel like uh, for the last few years for horror movies, uh, we've just gotten really spoiled with amazing things, and this one yeah. in particular, I I feel just uh, a real kinship with. It's just so f- fun for being so creepy and bad in a lot of ways. For sure, um, yeah. it still can be so entertaining, and I I can't wait to see. I can't remember. I I feel like I did see an announcement of the director's next movie. I can't remember what it was, but whatever it is, I'm in. He he really sold me on this one. Miss May 2. 
<laughs> he's going back to his roots. Because of unanswered questions. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun to talk about this with you guys. Uh, Brent, second time around. I feel like this was even better. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Allison, thank you for being here. Uh, you really uh, spared Stephen and I from having to go over the exact same yep, notes in the, in the same order, potentially. <laughs> yeah. So just adds a new, a new wrinkle to the whole thing. Love so it. it was a good time. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, so... I wanted to also mention that I was on a friend's podcast, and I believe it is coming out this week, so I'm going to go ahead and mention it. So I was on our friend Eric. Uh, he is a, a guest on our show as well. He has a show called True Criminals, yeah. podcast that I was finally on. I had avoided it for a long time. The mm-hmm. uh, The general gist of the show has been that people come on, they usually use like a, a video game character as an anonymous way to describe the crimes they've actually been a part of to to kind of show i guess that everybody does a little criming and uh and see what people reveal but i didn't want to reveal all my crimes uh to the world and so (laughs) i I made a small list of things i was comfortable sharing from my youth and and we ended up Mm -hmm. uh, discussing a lot of cool stuff i was on with his wife rachel and uh, we had a good time talking about a lot of different things we talk about cancel culture we talk Mm -hmm. about uh, some of the stuff I've done in the past, but he's doing a little bit new, uh, new kind of format with that. I think, uh, some people just don't want to say all the crimes they've done, Yeah. but, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. So look forward to that episode. You can find it, I think anywhere podcasts are available. So we listen to true criminals. Awesome. Haley, I'm looking forward to listening to it. I'm, I'm curious what these crimes would be. Me too. 100%. I know it's using dead people's names to vote. <laughs> we, I mean, that's, that's established. That's yeah. I just say right. And doing a lot of coke. Yeah. Actually. Doing a lot of coke. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> No, I'm pretty tame. Uh, I kept trying to, I'll, I'll spoil something that I, I kept trying to be like, well, you know, it wasn't really a crime. I was just doing that. And he's like, no, that's a crime. That's vandalism. That's like statue, whatever. And I was like, all right, fine. But, you know, uh, yeah. So I did a lot of butts. Oh, I'm fine. I did a lot of butts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's yeah, a crime dude. in some states. Uh, Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> all right. And then for our stuff, uh, you can contact us if you like on Instagram or Twitter. All the info is in the show notes. Please rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Give us five stars or nothing. And uh, tell your friends <laughs> where people can find us. <laughs> Sound good? Fuck yeah. Perfect. That sounds great. great. I'm tired. Who cares? Yes, totally. <laughs> good time talking to you, barbarians. Uh, this was a lot of fun. Hell so yeah. thanks, Allison, for being a guest and a good friend. Thank you. As, uh, as always. Yay. Excellent. Well, until <laughs> next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brett. And I'm Allison. And let's talk later. <laughs> <laughs> Record. All right. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to double check, you know, make sure it's actually recording. Of course. Of course. That, that that's how you mic check. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Okay. All all right. Alt right. No. Alt, no. Wait, it's January sixth. No, oh, no, no. You magic mic check. You go all right. All right. All right. Oh, okay, yeah. Magic mic check. Yeah. Is that what happens in that movie? It's, it's all I Matthew McConaughey just saying, all right, all right, all right, over and over again. I can't do it that well. I'm sorry. I feel like you can do this better than me. <laughs> wow, you really gave up on yourself there. I think you really can do well. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey would not stand for that, David. He wouldn't. He wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm. He'd say, hey, Matthew McConaughey now. Don't beat yourself up. Just, this is why he should have been our governor. Just motivational speaking by Matthew McConaughey. He tosses you some keys. Here's a spare Lincoln I got. Just go ahead and take that around. The block. He's got a bunch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay.
He's a lawyer in one. Right. He's an actor in one. He's just driving around at night in one. Mm -hmm. He's doing that weird <laughs> thing with his fingers where he's like rubbing his... It's, it's like when a baby first discovers they have hands, you know? I don't know. It's I, a little acting trick. I love it when he does the finger yeah. thing. Uh, well, there you go. Well, I'm sure you do. I did see a, uh, a McConaughey thing the other day, that interview with him, where he said that uh, he was auditioning for, for parts, you know, as a young actor and just kind of winging it and just being himself and he was being charming, he'd get parts and then he tried, he was like trying to act more and he wasn't getting as many parts and he was like, man, I, I really gotta go back to my roots and he gets one, he gets a, he auditions, he gets a part, he shows up to set and he's like, I'm not gonna like, I'm gonna prepare, but I'm not gonna prepare for it, right? I'm not gonna read the sides, I'm not gonna read the script before we go in for the day. I'm just gonna, I, I, I'll just look at my lines beforehand, I'll just wing it like I used to be good to go. He was playing like a uh, uh, drug lord at the uh, like on the border. He looks at his sides mm -hmm. for that day. It's a page and a half monologue, fully in Spanish. Oh shit! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Underprepared. Did not prepare at all, man. Fucking funny. Wow. Wow. Yeah, and then he was Holy like, "Don't shit. do that. That mm -hmm. was not a good idea." Mm -hmm. Fantastic. Damn. Wow. Yeah, that would really throw me off. I just heard an interview with. Um, Javier Bardem on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, and he was talking about how he learned English by listening to ACDC. Wow. But, like, the albums, whenever, I guess he's Spanish, so whenever they would come out in Spain, the liner notes and the, the lyrics would be in Spanish, but it wasn't literally the same words or whatever, yeah. so he had to, like, translate that in his brain or whatever and, and uh, learn that way. But um, he had mentioned that whenever he... Uh, he was filming uh, No Country for Old Men. He didn't really speak English very well, but he has that that scene in that like it's a gas station or something like that uh, where he, he talks to the gas station attendant or whatever. It's been a long time oh, yeah. since I've seen this movie, but it, it's I'm like a, a monologue. And uh, he had mentioned that it was so difficult for him to do that because it's a different language. He doesn't speak very well. And he had to be essentially word perfect mm -hmm. on it, you know, say every word as it's written. Uh, but he he practiced and he pulled it off. So I'm I'm just trying to be in the same headspace for Matthew McConaughey, right. being like, I'll just fucking figure it out on the day. This sounds like some shit I would do. It's very you know? American, at least. I feel. That is. It's very like yeah. white guy yeah. with some privilege. I'm just gonna wing it. I'll be fine. That's what I meant by white. Have... That's what I meant by American. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My experience, basically. Okay, so if you, you know, learn cause... English from like ACDC, I'm uh -huh. sorry, Stephen. Um, no, please. Would you like? Do you think your entire basis for a language is like fucking hardcore? rock and roll what kind of what kind of spin does that give you i know i was wondering too like like I, accents i guess you would pull off from that i just can't imagine yeah. using acdc mm -hmm. as the basis like yeah. it, once you're mm -hmm. learning and it's like oh i enjoy this music and like it'll help me get through it but just being like this is who's going to teach me english today yeah you know yeah. and it's like he's kind of dressed like a little school kid that that acdc lead singer right <laughs> so it kind of works i suppose yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take him he to had, school. He had mentioned that, and it didn't really get brought up in their conversation, but I immediately went to, but ACDC is Australian, oh. and I'm like, I wonder if there's like a, a deep cut ACDC song where they're singing about like Vegemite <laughs> or whatever, and he comes over here, he's like asking for it, it's like, dude, we don't have that shit here. I don't know where you're getting this. We don't have that. I didn't know they were Australian. When you mentioned it earlier, I was thinking British, mm -hmm. and then I was like, no, they're probably from Detroit or some shit. Right. I was way off. Detroit, yeah. Australia. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, boy. 
Um, so I, I guess the the thing that I had for the the outtakes, I don't know how I'm going to wedge it into this conversation now, but You're like, doing it now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm doing it. Um, is uh, snoozing for one hour, like hitting the snooze Ugh. button on my alarm, dangerous. So many times that I've essentially sailed through an hour of not sleeping no. very well <laughs> into uh, yeah, finally just like waking up 60 minutes later. And being like, well, this this was not worth it Mm-mm. at all. Like, I, I didn't get any further rest mm-hmm. because I was just annoyed that I've got, well, I'm going to have to hit this fucking button again in nine right. goddamn minutes. <laughs> uh, so I never really went back to sleep. But also, I didn't want to get up. But if I would have just gotten up, I could have started my day earlier and all this yeah. shit, you know? It's just, it's 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 rough, man. The snooze button is uh, uh a temptress that gets me almost Oof. every time, you know, Oof. at least once. You're one of those. At least you're once. one of those fucking multiple time in a row snoozers. I can't handle that shit. I'm a one and no. done. Get up. No, I'm, I get up. It's time. <laughs> I'm usually like I hit snooze once, and then the second time I'll I'll peel my ass out of bed. But uh, do you What's plan on there that? Was one day. By nine. Well, what everyone was talking at once. <laughs> What's sixty divided by nine? How many times is that? I, oh, I was told there would be no math today. Uh, I, I don't know. It sounds like a bad 69 joke, though. I, I needed yeah, you to follow I, up. I thought you were leading into that for a second, and I was like, I don't... Uh, math? Do numbers? Can I tell you, can I tell you what, what just happened to me? Is It sounded like the setup to a joke, and I was excited to hear a joke from one of my friends, and then I got told it was math. And I was... I fucking hate That's math. That's the joke. This is the, the worst thing that can ever happen to me. This is, you know? this is our reality, where um, Allison can't tell jokes because I'm real bad at that you just gotta workshop it you gotta <laughs> workshop the 69 in there there's something I know, I there either, you just gotta, just you gotta work down on it and instead of taking notes on these movies i need to just write down 69 jokes noted you need mm-hmm. noted for next you need time. to bring all the 69 math jokes to brent so that he can he can try maybe that'll be much like uh, learning it. english through acdc maybe if, if brent learned math through 69ing he would have learned a lot more. we can we can have hey. diagrams yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Math through 69. I'm down with this. But it's yeah. still the lead singer. I'm ready to be shook all night long. <laughs> Maybe this will Wait, be what? my PowerPoint night. I still haven't decided okay. on mine. Mine will be math through 69 references. I love it. I, I think that's a, a worthy PowerPoint. I think like that's probably the best use of PowerPoint I've ever seen. Yeah. Wait on this yeah. PowerPoint night. Are children going to be present? Because no. that's. No. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I don't think that was an absurd question. It was you absurd. Know? You're absurd. Do you are you planning on bringing children, Brett? Yeah, Brett. What about all your kids? <laughs> well, I don't know if you've heard about this, but in the the town that Allison and I live in, the Pied Piper has been spotted a few times, oh, and that's where I don't went. know what he's doing with. Hmm. Yeah, the cream Pied Piper out there playing his flute. He's. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say? The cream Pied Piper. The creep- that was good. That was quick. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> he hasn't been seen around these oh, parts boy. since 1969. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Even better. Yes. Leave it to Steven. Yes. You know. Oh, I'm so pleased. That's all I got at me. That the rest of the show is just downhill. Yeah. <laughs> downhill from here, man. <laughs> well, you know what? It was worth it. So mm-hmm. uh, let's what? sync with Cream Pie Piper. <laughs> On three. (laughs) Fantastic. All right. Cream Pied Piper on three. One, two, three. Cream Cream Pied Piper. Piper. Oh, wow. That was the worst. Yeah, that was not a good sound. (laughs) Hey, what are you doing back there? 
Sorry. <laughs> Saunters off. <laughs> He's got the haircut from No Country for Old Men. Oh, no. Uh, that's, guy. That is not sexy. Oof. <laughs> what a look. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, so, uh, real quick, uh, listener, uh, this is our second attempt at a barbarian episode. The first one uh, is a lost episode because we had some technical issues. However, I was able to uh, salvage the outtakes from that episode, so we're going to play that for you right now so you can listen to that. Uh, it's another, like, 15 minutes, I think, of outtakes. Uh, you're going to hear some weird glitches. You're going to hear some uh, little bits of dropped-out audio here and there, but it is mostly listenable, and it is about cannibalism, so uh, enjoy <laughs> oh, that, yeah, I suppose. stick around. <laughs> <laughs> we'll record on three. One, two, three, record. We are recording. We are now recording. If you thought we were not recording, then <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? We do this all the time. Come on now. Come on. What? The serious fuck? Um, Steven, we were uh, we were talking about a lot of food stuff on the last episode, 300. Oh, yeah. uh, and it got me thinking, you know, like, Everybody has some type of food they're they're picky on, I suppose. Sounds insane to me. Uh-huh. Uh, even though I, I uh, bully bread on a regular occasion, <laughs> I will still eat it because I don't like to waste food, you know? Mm. Uh, it's just a lot of carbs for me. That said, I was thinking about it and, like, imagine being a cannibal. Mm. Like, are you allowed to be picky at that point, you know? <laughs> I think it's, yeah, the definition almost anti-picky. Yeah. Like... In the movie Alive, when that plane goes down and they're mm-hmm. they're trapped in the snow-capped mountains or whatever, sure. and they start eating people, is there a guy that's like, I don't know, he looks looks a little bit doughy to me. Like I know it's survival, <laughs> but like I don't know. I don't like. Uh, I just because yeah. someone's doughy doesn't. Mean... <laughs> what I would think of more of like uh, I'm more of a wing person. Oh yeah, well, we've only got legs, mm-hmm. but that's all we're eating, right, <laughs> Jonas? <laughs> I think I've seen Legs in a Butt a couple yeah, of times. It's a good yeah. movie. It really is, you know. The whole series of them, really. It, it The promise of the premise follows through. Exactly. You can't say it doesn't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Two legs, check. <laughs> a butt, double check. Okay. Well, it's all here. You know what I love about it is it was originally a uh, 20th Century Fox, but that means it's a Disney thing now, so. It is. Yeah, my favorite uh, Disney princess is Two Legs in a Butt. <laughs> I'm picturing it now. Is it just a butt walking around on legs? Does it have like eye? Is it a cartoon? Does it have hair? It has those googly eyes on it. Oh yeah, like but it says butt forward. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because the legs weren't meant to bend that way. All I'm saying, but right. But I mean, but, but. there we go. Hey, you know what? <laughs> they earned that paycheck. We're talking about it. <laughs> you know, back to the the cannibal of it all. Mm. Um. I feel like if if you were to eat human flesh, then it's just like uh, you're just going to get whatever you can get. Right. You know, beggars can't be choosers in that regard. Like if you're a cannibal, do you eventually like fantasize about society becoming used to it enough to where you can just like go grab some quick cannibal (laughs) takeout and (laughs) go home? There's like a whole menu of like not only like different sauces it's prepared in, but also like type of person conversation because it's totally normal obviously uh right, yeah, and you're exactly right and and even with the aforementioned alive people in the in the mountains mm-hmm. 
Um, they didn't even get the option of being cooked. They had to go in raw, and not everybody likes that. So yeah. sometimes you can't be choosers, mm-hmm. you know, part of your answer there. But I guess if, yeah, if it was accepted in normal society, I... <laughs> My first thing was like street trucks of it. It's like shawarma. Like instead of like stacked meat, it's just one, and they just slice it off. <laughs> yeah, God. You have that like vertical rotisserie yes. that you're turning it around. It's just like cutting off a slice, putting it in a gyro, yeah. and calling it good. Mm. You know what Chris Evans says? Chris, what? Babies taste best. <laughs> you were saying that previously. I forgot we about talked it. About these episodes or the uh, the food, but more previously. Uh-huh. We talked about other types of food, didn't we, Brent? Oh, boy. I really, like, block that out. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. There you go. You yeah, want to be yeah. like Chris Evans? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Seems like an okay guy. I don't know where this is going, Stephen. I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, man. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe we can reach out to Army Hammer and, and have him oh, fill yeah. us in on this cannibal thing. Yeah, you know? what's that all about, you know? I don't know. Do you think that was, like, true? I Like, part of me thinks that, like, he was fucking around online or trying to be like an edge lord, you know? Yeah. But I kind of see that. I even kind of see that, like, I don't know, like, it's like all about degrees, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. And and in the movie we talked about today, Barbarians, there's degrees of things that you could talk about there of, of bad mm-hmm. men behavior. But um, Army Hammer, as far as I know, he didn't actually eat anybody. Like, that would be a scam. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah, right. he ate his date's arm. Oh, that'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. A Hollywood star did that? But it's like, no, he just wanted to do that as, like, a kink. He just wants to talk yeah. about it. And I'm like, people are into all kinds of crazy stuff. Like, that is yeah. definitely weird to eating people. But as far <laughs> right. as I know, he didn't actually eat a person. And that's a difference uh-huh. to me. There's there's degrees there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if he were to eat uh, a human, we'd be able to tell because he would immediately turn into a Wendigo. Uh, which is a like oh yeah you'd know yeah monster creature from the north right exactly. so like that's how you know I think how do say, you know wendigo <laughs> i think you're to say he's felt so we would know if he ate a whole person because he'd be that he'd he'd be much bigger because he literally had the person in him mm-hmm. we would know and i don't think he would keep the roles he had but in the end he didn't he didn't keep the roles he had i mean like kind of he was in that death on the nile movie like he was one of the main actors. <laughs> they were like, they were like, we came out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like we could try to shoot around him. We're not that invested, you know. We we have to solve the mystery of uh, Perot's mustache, right? Like, exactly. The origin of where that came from. Like, how does one gain a mustache? There's not the way you think. He got his I don't know lip shot off or something. He just had to grow. He's trying to hide it. <laughs> he's got he's sensitive like all of us, and that's fine. He's yeah. he's one of the world's minds. So. Mm-hmm. Army Hammer reached over and like took a bite out of his lip. He's like, oh, that's I shall grow it. a mustache. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you you sometimes can't edit it around him, you know? Look at the flash. <laughs> yeah, look at the you flash. Know, what yeah. Are we, what are we gonna do with that? I like uh, the advertising has been mostly been like Keaton's back is Batman in this flash movie. Don't ever talk about it, anything else, but Keaton's here. Uh-huh. Everything is okay, kids. Yeah. It is weird because you see like Ezra Miller's face on there so so much, you know. Even though they're they're like trying to spotlight Keaton's Batman and uh, you know Supergirl and all this stuff, mm. Ezra Miller's just like kind of front and center of a lot of those shots and right. the various trailers. And it's like, well, you couldn't. How's this gonna work? So <laughs> right. I get okay. I guess they're they're doing it, you know. 
They are indeed. And my, yeah. my brain right now is trying to force out a sneeze, which I don't. Right. And I've been trying to hide to, to fight that back. But um, mm-hmm. uh, with that, uh, I might flash Silgers across the screen and I apologize. <laughs> Hey, if that's the only way you emulate the Flash, uh, that's okay. <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> I gotta say, I am very excited about Keaton being back. Yeah, those advertisements for me, just like they did in Batman '89 when I was a little kid, and I was just getting yeah. excited about Batman everywhere. I, I am doing it again. They got me. Yeah, yeah, so I know. We'll like, see. I don't, I don't want to pay like a ticket price to go see the movie, you know. Mm-hmm. But once it makes it out to uh, a streaming service, you know, <laughs> when it eventually comes to Disney Plus, what if that's like uh, David Zaslav? He's like, uh, yeah, Ezra Miller's problematic. That's why we're sending the Flash movie directly to Disney Plus. Right. Uh, they can watch it over there. <laughs> watch it on the enemy streaming service. Yeah, that's totally the way good. to do it, man. Mm-hmm. Hide it, uh, essentially. Hide it amongst all there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that would work. You just like pixelate all of the Ezra Miller Ezra, Ezra Miller, Miller. <laughs> Ezra Miller uh, footage, and then uh, you know Batman and uh, all the other non-problematic, good lord, non-problematic characters are uh, able to be seen. I was going to say that I feel like in our future, just because things are weird, um, there there could be a version of some sort of movie out there made with all the canceled people. In my head, mm-hmm. it's it's Kevin Spacey comes out, leads it, sort of like. Uh, <laughs> Uh, eye patch Nick, you know, he comes out and he's like, I'm, I'm putting together a group of people that have been ousted by Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And they're like, good idea. It's like, yes, we're going to take over the world. <laughs> and, you know, like camera pans over to Army Hammer. <laughs> he's got a lobster bib on, but it's, <laughs> he's crossed out the lobster and just like drawn a human face on there. <laughs> he's still butter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Of course, because delicious garlic butter, delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know who else is there, but uh, the idea of it, you know? Yeah. He gestures over to uh, Kevin Spacey's forearm. He's like, you're going to eat that? Or what's up? What's up? What's up that? I think this could work. And so in my head, it still would just be called the Expendables, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Very true. Yeah. Expendables. Is there like mm-hmm. three of them out there or something? So <laughs> there should be like a, uh, some type of tie in with like DoorDash or whatever. <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know i think it'd be fun you know how like when you order packages from amazon like if there's a, a big movie that they they own that's coming out they'll like the the outside of the box is just riddled with advertising for oh, that right. it's that's like true. that with the the tomorrow war and whatnot um it'd be fun if you ordered food from doordash and it had expendables oh. for <laughs> cannibal holocaust <laughs> packaging on whatever box it was in man I'm trying to think who else would be on the team. Mel Gibson? Mel Gibson. Uh, I mean, I don't know if, like, Bill Cosby is eligible. Or oh, if that's, right. like, too, too heinous maybe of a thing, you know? they're like, we're, no. Bill's out. Yeah. Yeah. Bill's out. I'm not saying anybody wants this or should want this. I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I feel like Kevin Spacey would do this. He keeps putting all those Christmas videos, those creepy Christmas videos every year. I feel like he's just itching to come back. And, uh, you know, it could happen. In this weird world, it could mm-hmm. happen. Yeah. Look out, summer 25, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Spacey, Mel Gibson, Kevin Sorbo, I guess. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Is God not dead still? Yeah, it turns out God's not dead still. Uh, he's in this fucking thing. Uh, who else? Who else? The cancelables. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Even better. Even better. 
Does that work? So should we use uh, the cancelables? Can- the, cancel- cancelables. 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 Mm-hmm. There we go. To yeah. sync on three. Oh. oh, boy. And then Army Hammer's like, I, I heard I was in the cannibals. Or, is that what I'm doing? <laughs> he pulls out a, a second lobster bib, puts it around his waist. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> All right, so... The cancelables on three. Are we doing the or just cancelables? I like the. Like the. Yeah. Okay. That will so be uh, the syllable to sync with because okay. I, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to flood those real, real quick. Yeah. All right, All right. So the cancelables to sync on three. One, two, three. The, the cancelables. cancelables. Hell yeah. Excellent. And perfect. What a it, start. Truly a mouthful. <laughs> Wait, quick pause. Uh, note the time. I gotta, I gotta close the the fucking oh, yeah. curtain. Hold on, two seconds. Because you're naked. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the laughter in the distance. I was gonna cut that, but now I'm like, should I? Yeah, we just leave it in. We just leave it in. Jesus. She'll be here when she gets here. You know. <laughs> I think uh, whenever we did this the first time, the uh, the lost episode version of uh, the Barbarian discussion, we went act by act. But let's just throw that out the window. Okay. I mean, it, yeah. it, it feels like the, the conversation can potentially just go all over the place. <laughs> She's just singing in the background, right? Okay. <laughs> I'm back. We we'll leave it all that in, right? <laughs> that so Are you laughing? You were singing something. Yeah, what were you singing? I was. I was singing. I was singing. I was singing a My baby. Um, dude. Uh, no, I have a giant fucking glass door for like my back door, and I love to keep it open when it's bright. But oh yeah, it's fucking speaking of creepy things, it's fucking creepy when it's dark. So oh yeah, for it. sure. I mean, I wouldn't leave that open. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. All right. Hold on. Can you hear me doing this? All right, I'm gonna tell you one more time. We cannot hear anything but your voice. It's fucking, I can hear it. It's like that doesn't make sense. It's like the mic. It doesn't make sense. Why you keep bringing it up? God damn it! What are you I'm doing? Just, leave me alone. Put, with my put away your brain. sandpaper collection. We're trying to record this podcast. Look, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I came into the show annoyed just because we're having to duplicate oh, a conversation Stephen and I have already had. I'm sorry. And it, it bums me out. But you're here as an added ingredient. Right, so it's all good. I didn't realize, uh, I didn't realize you're going to bring a series of party, party favors that you're going to set off during the recording of this this episode. Listen, we're putting this on OnlyFans. So I'm sitting on a cake right now. And I'm going to do ASMR. Stephen's like... <laughs> I'm gonna do ASMR. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> and it's for a very yeah. specific audience, okay? <laughs> I love it. L P A S.